listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Jesus, the notorious, just please us with your lyrical thesis. We just chillin', milkin', top billin', silkin', pure linen, me and little C's, Malibu Sea Breeze, Tom B's, and Palm Trees. Cassie Apostle, y'all. The williest. Bitches be the silliest. The more I smoke, the smaller the Philly gets. The smaller the Philly gets. Hey. The players players dwell. dwell. A stash more cash than something for Dell. Feels good. In hell. No, it's make you feel good like Tony, <laughs> Tony, Tony. Then this feels good, Karen. You are messing up the flow already. This is, this is horrible. Uh, we are live on, uh, Tuesday, but for all the free people, this is our last show of the week because we're going to DC and we're going to be, uh, doing NegroCon and we got to pack up. We all to have, we got, to, I got to clean the house up. Right. You know, everything need to be coordinated around here. So no show tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, although for premium people, because you guys do pay, um, uh, we will be having, uh, balls deep and the pregame tomorrow with Justin. So, you know, we'll be talking NBA finals results, all the, whoever else had baby mama drama crimes you know it's crime time the use uh the usual um but um in addition to uh, you know this show being very special because you know it's the last show before we go to dc um we also have very special guests speaking of dc it's our girl bossy ikpi who I feel like most of y'all should know by now. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. like they've forgotten all about me. I know. Oh, I feel like they could never, because I mean, what we had was special, and that would be like mm-hmm. forgetting about the Pearsons. Um, and I can never forget about them in my heart. Um, uh, but it's Bossy Ickby who is my co-host for this too much. Um, internationally known right which is our first and only freemium show where we put it on the regular feed for everybody to listen to and then we lock it away um ah! and, uh and you know she's also a poet and she's also mm-hmm. an author uh, well writer and about to be a book author mm-hmm. she doing big things over there big things she got the blue check mark too she got the blue go to Bo- bossy world on twitter go check out her check mark it's our girl bossy Ickby. what's going on hello 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 how are you i have a question actually yes mm-hmm. because uh you were playing music um before we went live mm-hmm. and i heard i don't know what it's called but i call it the percocet song mm. by feature what's it called is it called? it's called mask off yes yes i'm not familiar with future's work mm. but does he threaten to stick metro on us on every song every song is that a thing that he does ah! Every well, single song? His thing is, if Young Metro does not trust us, he's going to shoot he will us. kill us. Yeah, so. Oh, oh. shoot us, not kill Yeah, us. he's going to shoot us. So, I don't, like, uh, I don't know. I don't, don't want to get shot. He says that before every song. Yeah, I think that's his call sign to say that Metro produced that song. So, every mm-hmm. song that Metro produces, it start and even some of the ones where, like, Metro's doing production for other people like it'll be a kanye west song if future's not on it it'll still say if your metro don't trust you i'ma shoot you and then it's like oh uh that's how beautiful morning start off that is how beautiful morning oh. starts off mm-hmm. okay is it me or is that a terrible idea um only that if somebody awful. only if somebody gets shot survives right. and then takes it to court then it it's probably seems. a bad idea because then they can be like well he told you he was gonna shoot me <laughs> yeah nobody him. and nobody believed him right young metro didn't trust me he, you know 
I really thought it was just the same song. The only reason why it occurred to me that it was a different song is because of the whole Percocet Molly. I was like, oh, that's a different song than mm-hmm. whatever other song I thought he had. So I really just thought all these songs, I probably must have heard like 20 or 40 future songs and I thought it was just one. Yeah, the the <laughs> the thing that makes me feel old isn't even that. It's the um, Molly Percocet like, I feel like a lot of these dudes I had to be a pharmacist to keep up with what the kids are doing these days. I don't. I don't I'm, I'm okay with. Being, I don't have the right mm-mm. drug cocktail I, I, concoction. I don't man. have the right ingredients. I like mm-mm. sometimes I, they'll get like really ambient. deep in a verse. Ambient. Yeah, ambient, and in the verse, like sometimes they'll get further and be like tromethazine. You know, like I'm like, <laughs> I, what? I have no idea what that is. You and... better not ever bring no f home uh, if you can rap tromethazine. And you talking about I'm feeling biology? No, the hell you ain't. You know, <laughs> nope, you was not feeling chemistry either. Right. And uh, the thing about just, it is that I, I just I'm not I'm just gonna be old because I just don't get the whole shouting out. Not even drugs. Like if he was out here like I'm coked up and whatever, right. but it's like prescription drugs. That's suburban mom shit. Like what's 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 going on? Thugs. They're just like us. Mm-hmm. They 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 really are. <laughs> They, yep. they really are they, they've came down to earth and they realize you can't be slanging on street corners no more if you want to be safe you gotta go to, to, to where the safeness is and the safeness is in whiteness I hope soccer moms uh, learn that they have a lot in common with rappers and, and we can all heal the world in the wake of Trump guys <laughs> we just found a solution uh, alright so um, as I was saying uh, this is a blackout tip you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, leave us 5 star reviews uh the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is <laughs> bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's show is sponsored it's actually sponsored by two different people uh sponsored by shadow dog productions which is the maker of fine handcrafted audio plays and they would like for you guys to help them out by going to check out our albums karen and i have a couple of uh audio play albums where we get to be silly make jokes laugh about stuff and um do voices and characters and all that stuff and to hear them you can hear them on spotify you can hear them on title you can go buy them on amazon you can buy them on itunes uh the name of the albums one of them is sunspot and other ratchetness and then the second one uh, and then the first one i mean is the best of rod and karen uh but you can also find it by just putting my name into those you know rod tomorrow into uh itunes and amazon and you can go hear it yourself and then the other sponsor of course is loot crate which is a monthly mystery crate and it's filled with exclusive items from the biggest best pop culture franchises go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter code tbgwt and you get three dollars off of any new subscription um thank you and before we move on for those of you going i didn't get a ticket to negro con um and you go well i want to follow y'all i want to know what's up we actually have uh social media for negro con on uh twitter is negro con 2017 on instagram is negro con 2017 and on facebook it's just regular negro con so for those of you that are like you want to follow see what we're doing we're gonna post pictures and everything um you want to enjoy from afar uh you can follow those things on social media or as jeff sessions calls it negrocon you can also follow that um (laughs) if you have racist twitter 
um so yeah uh make sure you guys do that and i don't remember if i finished the loot crate copy but yeah lootcrate.com slash tvgwt and code tvgwt you get three dollars off i thought you was finished my bad it's all good you know you you was aggressive you was like i'm coming in i'm dunking this i'm <laughs> i'm kevin durant because it was on my mind i was like i better say something i forget you know what uh there's nothing wrong with that all right so bossy what's up with this book yeah. what's up with this book man what's up with it yeah mm-hmm. like what like sounds like pressure to me right okay okay so <laughs> is it like you got to put yourself on a regimen so that you'll write like do you have to write every day like what how is that process different from you know like writing poetry or you know um you know writing short form and stuff like that um it's very different i should be on a schedule um i am not uh, the difference is that um, I'm a very, I don't want to say impulsive, um, I'm sure there's a better word for it, but I, I, I write when it strikes me. Like if mm. I, I, I think about stuff for a while, but when I sit down to actually write, I get everything out in about 15, 20 minutes mm. um, because I type fast, but I also think really fast and I've been thinking about it for however long. Um, with this, it's more about uh like right now i'm in the memory collecting stage uh so i'm not really writing a whole lot of stuff i'm taking a bunch of notes like okay i remember the time in the third grade when and then i have to link that to another memory that i have um i uh that's where i am now and in july i'm going to um i'm going to be in chicago for until until october i think uh, because I need to just sort of just be someplace and the only thing I need to worry about or think about is the book. Mm. Um, here, you know, there's boogie, there's, there's a, there's just always, I hop in the car, there's something. Um, and also the way that I've always written and I forgot about this until I started writing this book is that like I'd be asleep and something had hit me and I'd get up and I'd start writing it down mm. and it'd be like three o'clock in the morning. Um, and that's just, that's just the way I did it. But now if I have to be up at eight, I can't get up at, you know what I'm saying? Like, so there's like a whole schedule that exists for me that makes sense to me that I need to create and cultivate. Um, and I, and I just need the space to do that. So I'm just going to take like two, three months, peace out my family and just, and just knock it out. Cool. Cool, man. That, um, and then like, so it sounds like you say you're collecting memories. Are, is the book like an autobiography or something like that? Yeah, it's a memoir. It's okay. a memoir. Um, it's, uh, it's, 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 I've been learning a lot about comic books because mm-hmm. I don't want to be one of those people who goes to see black. I want to be one of those people that like lectures people on the history of Black Panther. Okay. Okay. Um, That's quite an aspiration. I want to be, be one of those people. So I've been studying, um, but it's basically my origin story. It's my, my mental health origin story from like my first memory of, of sort of not feeling okay as a kid and then sort of just taking that, um, through my life. I personally want to stop in 2006, like no, 2005, right before, uh, Boogie. Um, but I haven't spoken to my, I haven't spoken to my editor about it, but that's where I want to stop. So from like childhood to 2005 is where I want to go. And then if there's another book, then I'll take it from 2005, 
um, to now. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I want to stop when, when I was in, in New York, still trying to figure things out. <laughs> and do you like, is there a, uh, process or like a, I guess, like, how do you determine in a, in something so personal, what's your story to tell? And then like, what, you know, is like part, like part of your story, I'm sure will always, everyone's story encapsulates other people's actions and effects on your lives and things that yeah. like, how do you determine or draw the line at that? You know, I know, um, uh, Siobhan Funches, uh, who is the ex-wife of, uh, Dwayne Wade. I read her book mm-hmm. and in her book, she never mentions Dwayne Wade, but if you know anything about their personal life it's obvious that like her boyfriend unnamed boyfriend is Dwayne wade at several mm-hmm. points yeah. like how do you determine that kind of thing for yourself and i'm assuming she determined it because Dwayne wade sued her <laughs> um that's that's actually what i'm i'm struggling with and why i need to be away from my family mm. to write this because i i'm very protective of my family i'm very protective of you know my parents and my and my siblings um but there are there are some really hard truths that i have to tell um from my perspective and that's what i keep in mind and that's where um i think that i'm going to include that in the writing somewhere this is my perspective this is what i saw and i'm open to be to have interpreted it wrong or um or 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 or, or i'm i'm open to having um put uh put emotional weight and emphasis on something that may not have weighed that much to to say my mom or my sister or something like that but i I think about them too much here and I think about Boogie too much. Like there's certain things like, Oh, I don't want him to read that, but I can't do that. This is why I have to leave and pretend I have no family. <laughs> uh, someone was like, write like you have no family. And I'm like, okay, I have to do that. But what I'm going to do is write it like that. And then in the process of, of, of editing and drafting, I'll look at it and be able to, 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 to take out what I think is my story to tell. Cause there's a lot, you know, my family history that's just not my story to tell. But in order to get to my story, I need to write it down. Doesn't mean it's going to make it into the book, though. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Cause I mean, as much as I, 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 I look at, I read books and I see people just like getting in there. Like, and I'm just like, do your parents still talk to you? Like, you know, and I, and I, I, I don't want that because I think that I have to be respectful of my family. Um, and there is a way to tell my truth and my story um, in a way that that is respectful to them. I mean, I, I wasn't like locked in the basement and like tied to a radiator. Right. So, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm not going to say I was. So, right. so everything I say is going to be truthful in some in some in some way. I think if I was writing a book, I would sit my parents down before I even wrote it. And I would say, listen, I'm not just writing a book but i am writing a bestseller and that means i'm going to lie and say whatever the fuck i have to to get us rich okay this is about getting us out the projects and we just need to stick to this lie together whatever you read you just you just understand that i still love you and uh don't don't matter don't worry that it's all made up okay uh i'm about listen i called my brother when i first got the uh when I was, I had like three or three or so offers from different publishers because I'm a big star. And, uh, 
I was trying to determine like who I was going to sign with. And there were like two perspectives. There was like this self-help kind of, this is how I became, you know, whatever. Mm. And then there's like an honest sort of like, no, this is like a lot of fucked up shit happens. And, right. you know, living with depression and, and mania and all that stuff is not fun. And I've done some really, some stuff that I'm not proud of. Um, you know, nothing horrible but to me it's just not stuff that i want to sit around letting everybody in the world know about Mm. um and my brother was like tell the truth tell the story and mom and dad will deal with it and basically it was that he was like if you get a tv show or a movie (laughs) like they'll live (laughs) Mm -hmm. they'll be fine that's what i'm saying and then like we can also sell the um story of us like reuniting and stuff even though we never really parted but america don't Ah! need to know know the truth exactly you know oprah Mm -hmm. moments like exactly we're in this (laughs) right see the problem with that one dude that lied to oprah is he ain't have nobody else in on his lie that's where he messed up like yeah you you need to be lying on somebody and then they get some money too so that's like yeah i'm a terrible person uh i did all those things um how much (laughs) how much are y'all paying in cash yeah yeah i burned I him with, stuff with my friends right like didn't even read the book like Oprah's up there like in this chapter where you burned him with cigarettes uh for forgetting his his spelling words is that true <laughs> uh if it's in there i mean yeah i, <laughs> I must have did it i must have did it over it was a crazy time it was just woo woo it was time was flying over you know how it is uh anyway uh the check- book was so terrible too i couldn't even finish it i was mad at oprah i was like oprah even if it was true this is some shit writing like why are we even what's going on yeah i almost feel bad for Oprah because like she's like the oprah book club but if it, every every choice she makes is a choice that's gonna go out to all these like housewives and fans and people that just love oprah and shit and so like every choice then has all this pressure on it and you're a king maker and all this shit and it's like oprah might really just be sitting around like i just like to read like uh, I, <laughs> I went in barnes and Noble, and i was like oh this is a good book and uh you know i today's uh guest is the crossword puzzle maker guys that's what i was doing this week you know yep that that was her thing and she <laughs> so made a- i i am so when i lived in new york um, cause I was on tour all the time and whether I'm in hotels or I was, I was home, I would watch Oprah. Like I watched it. Like I wouldn't even mean to watch it. I just like, I just guess I watch Oprah. I am mm. an Oprah watcher. Um, and she, you know, she used to do those, those favorite things, mm-hmm. uh, episodes. Why did I buy like half that shit? Like she's giving it out for free. Yep. And I'm like, Ooh that's a sweater she i'm buying made, it like i'm like a lot of people going into stores money. asking for stuff i didn't even know how to pronounce them properly but i heard him on oprah but oprah's the one who had it <laughs> oh, i found um, out some good like there was a designer named james purse or mm-hmm. yeah i think it's james purse p-e-r-s-e and he had like the softest like like sweaters and like shirts and t-shirts and stuff these joints were like 50 dollars for a damn t-shirt but oprah gave them away so I was only wearing those for like a year and I can't wow. believe I have to, I can't believe I'm telling you all this, but they were so soft, but they were just so expensive. And she was just, I was like calculating all this stuff she gives away. And I'm like, this is like millions of dollars she's given away. Can we trade this in for cash? Like what's, 
and that's I sold I, most of it on off of, um on eBay back in the day though so uh, I got it all back. I missed the eBay hustle, but yeah, that that is how um that's why Oprah's the king maker because yeah, you can just she, do that. She, yeah. And she made a lot of people a lot of when I tell you a lot of money, a lot of money. You know, particularly yeah. if you had a, a a business that was actually uh, distributing and selling books, mm-hmm. she made them millions. Like a lot of them companies cried when she retired because they they know yeah. they weren't gonna get no no more number one bestsellers that was going by the truckloads. Yeah, she would just half mention something mm-hmm. and it would be sold out. Um, I was uh, a couple weeks ago when Monique and her husband were going off and I'm just like, you're talking about Oprah though. Like, I think you can swallow this. And just mm-hmm. let it go. Like, stop talking about this. Like, if you think about it, Oprah made uh, Dr. Phil famous because she just liked Dr. Phil. Mm-hmm. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Liked them. Like yeah. Gail, Gail King, Ayala. It's just people she was just Steve like. Harvey. People have a right. tendency to forgive. Dr. Oz. Mm-hmm. Dr. Oz. Like just people she was like, oh, I, I like this dude's show. And then just next thing you know, this motherfucker's a millionaire because yeah. Oprah saw him one day at a seminar or some shit and decided, you know what? I like this guy's brand of bullshit and blah, <laughs> out. She's, she's amazing, dog. I wish I had that kind of yeah. power. I want to be that, that when I grow up yeah the pressure must be amazing um all right all kinds of stuff is happening okay guys it's all kinds of news um that's going on uh but before we even get into that i did want to talk about some of my random thoughts because uh we haven't done this in a while and uh i have been letting them pile up and i like to get rid of them before we go uh on the road okay all right now these are just things i was thinking okay so they're not always fully fleshed out um i saw an ad for um all eyes on me have y'all seen the ads for all eyes on me the the tupac movie it looks terrible yeah i feel like um i don't it feels too soon but i don't but i don't i can't really say because i don't have a scope of all history to really think about but it feels like when la bamba came like when i saw la bamba as a kid (laughs) I thought that shit must have happened like in 1965 or some shit. Like it couldn't, like this just feels too soon. And maybe it's just cause I am a hip black person and I like hip hop and I know, I, anyway, this just feels too soon. And more importantly, seeing the trailer, that, I hate to say it man cause I know it's a black movie. That trailer looks terrible. It does. Like it looks a lot more like, it's like notorious a, than it than than uh straight out of comedy all right look like a straight to dvd yeah straight like to netflix vh1 original mm-hmm. type you know and i've seen so many black actors as i hope i hope it's good and i hope they get all their coins man mm-hmm. but it just doesn't look it good. wasn't selling me right so anyway i saw a commercial I, oh go ahead mm-hmm. oh sorry go ahead well i was gonna say i saw a commercial for it last night during the nba playoffs and it goes rolling stone calls it one of the 10 best films to see in june and i was like (laughs) did you just call this movie shitty because this is an ad for this movie which means you have vetted the comments and the reviews and thought this is the best way to sell this movie and the thing you came up with is rolling stone says it's one of the 10 best films to see in june in june are 10 movies coming out in june 
no not that most people want to see you know like there's normally a movie a week every year right like every every month there's normally like and and especially if you're talking about big movies there's normally like one or two big movies every month dog there's not 10 there's no way this is good so yeah i think i'm out it's not gonna be better than wonder woman hilarious i just my thing is i don't i don't know why there should be a movie Mm-hmm. And that's where I agree with you in the too soon department because it's like, yes, it was 20 years ago, but I don't think that, like, okay, for instance, let's use La Bamba as a, as a, uh, as an example. I know who Richie Valens was. Right. I didn't know who mm-hmm. that was. Um, I heard the song before, so I knew it was, he was a person that existed. Um, I knew about all the people who, who, like Buddy Holly and all the people that died, you know, in that, in that same crash with him, but because, I didn't know anything about him. I could watch the movie without thinking about anything. Like now I'm like, okay, well, Jada Pinkett Smith is in this, like as Jada Pinkett Smith. So I could like Google like what really happened. Like I don't want to be able to like find out that you did this wrong. Like I don't want to know that. And I'm not such a big Tupac fan that I I care. So I want to be able to watch it in 40 years and in 40 years, Jesus Christ, in like 20 years and be like, oh, okay, well, in 1994, there was a man named Tupac. Like, I want that. I don't want like last Tuesday, there was Tupac. I don't want that. Yeah. And also the other thing too, that, and I'm, I'm going to be fascinated to see what they do with this, even if I don't see the movie, but there's that whole thing about him being convicted of like, uh sexual assault or like aiding in the sexual assault like how do you lionize and make that person a hero and skip over that in 2017 because like that is a minefield that you know maybe in 1990 something maybe even the 2000s maybe you can kind of skate by but i feel like you don't get a pass on stuff like that anymore um so if they don't cover it you're gonna have a whole lot of people being like what about how you left that out and if you do cover it and you do anything less than be like this was fucked up um it's gonna it's gonna look bad and it's gonna be a whole lot of arguing and shit about it so well, i don't it's gonna know. be a whole lot of arguing regardless that's true too yeah that's true it's gonna be a whole lot of arguing <laughs> i just unless I, not, I, unless I was never a big tupac fan i was yeah. never a big biggie fan honestly um i remember when 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 they they died within months of each other, right? right. They killed months, 97, months other, yeah. I was a senior. And I remember uh, a friend, uh, a friend, uh, uh, I was in college, so a, a hotep, mm. um, a future hotepper, uh, who was like devastated by Tupac's passing, like mm. devastated. And then Biggie died, or ooh, Biggie died after or before? Uh, after. I won't say he died after. I won't say yeah, Machiavelli came after. out, then Life After Death, so yeah, I think yeah, he died after. He stood in like the, 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 uh, uh, the what do you call it the thing in the the square not the square what's it called whatever the on campus mm. and he was all like distraught like how can they compare a, a, a drug dealer to the majesty that was Tupac Shakur and, and I was looking at him like I don't care about either of them but okay mm. sorry sorry for your loss yeah I mean maybe there the won't quad. be thank you the quad maybe there won't be arguing if um nobody sees it that, that's always an option too that happens once in a while too where I'll gear up for something on social media where I'm like I know motherfuckers gonna be mad about that and I'm like and oh nobody goes. watched it okay well that's also I, I'm okay with that like and I feel 
feel like they t- they they made too much about the guy looking like Tupac. Right. So he he looked like uh, do you know on, on Saturday Night Live when Kate McKinnon does her Justin Bieber impression mm-hmm. and she just kind of like like pouts her face and does this, this whole like you, you know what I'm talking about that whole yeah. thing. So I feel like they're just making him do stuff so that he looks like Tupac, right. but it's like he has to say words too so there's like a whole lot else besides him looking like Tupac yeah I'd rather have gone for him not looking like Tupac and could act than concentrating on how much they lo- he looked like him yeah I feel like also we're gonna get a like he, it's probably gonna be a performance that has to be like two notes the you know calm uh very cerebral very poetic Tupac and then mm-hmm. of course yelling at people you know partner Tupac so i you know i don't know man i feel like i I would just rather watch juice again and Mm -hmm. just just call (laughs) it a day when he became he he turned into uh what's his name yeah bishop i was like damn i guess that nigga wasn't acting oh okay um anyway uh i think you know we've been um experimenting with some of these like food delivery services and i don't mean Mm -hmm. food delivery like grubba but Mm -hmm. like where they like blue apron mm-hmm. you know stuff like that where they hello fresh, fresh yeah where they send it to your house and then you like cook it yourself but you they give you all the ingredients and stuff uh and it's been really you know i've really been enjoying it mm-hmm. um but i was wondering like do they have any black uh boxes like that i've thought about that too i really you know? have because i was supported i know uh aisha curry has one she does mm-hmm. okay yeah, yeah. So and hers I, are like for families or something right like with kids was that the big hook on that i'm not sure but okay. i do know that she has when i check into it see what i'm thinking is uh i'm gonna subscribe to tyler perry's cooking subscription box heller fresh and Duh! see what comes in there probably like fried chicken you know things of that nature <laughs> um oh i went to the dentist and i was getting uh just a regular cleaning or whatever but they have they always have it on the like home buying channel mm-hmm. not home shopping but like mm-hmm. you, whatever hgtv okay hgtv mm-hmm. okay so it's That's just, what you watching yeah. it was something like that where it's just like air every show is about somebody trying to buy or sell a house yep that's what you was watching and sometimes both mm-hmm uh, I, I i don't know if people i mean i'm assuming it must it's on 24 7 uh, i don't know if the only people watching it are people that are in a waiting area for a doctor or something i think it's brilliant to put on in those areas because you know it's neutral right it's right. much better than fox news or even news in general or something right. or you know sports center even. yeah you know you're gonna get no complaints right um but the thing was i saw this show and it was these two dudes and they were selling houses for like selling and buying a house for a couple um and it was a gay couple and they had like four black kids and all this stuff it was like the way they set every scene up it was like without the sound on i was first i was like oh those two dudes are buying a house okay Uh, and and then, then then later they were like uh holding their kids and i was like oh are they like babysitting some black children oh wait those oh those are like i had to put the mystery together over the 20 minutes i was getting my teeth clean to be like oh that's okay well good for them man i hope they get that house you know like that mm-hmm. well um uh, it was kind of funny though because when they went to commercial it, it like told the name of the show and it was property brothers yes okay so you know about the show yes i do so is their last I name the other day. you know about t- is their last name property no 
so they're not the property brothers they're yeah, that's what they oh, that's they the, sell property and that's what their name it's is. not like jason's lyric right no no it no it's, it's two brothers and what happens with the the the, the quote-unquote catch is you have an existing house and one of the brothers will redo your house mm. and the other brother will try to get you to move into another house okay so that's the but, thing but but, but it's called property bro- i feel hold on i'm a google um, let me google i feel I like if their last name isn't twins, right because i saw like, yeah they're twins or something and if i feel like if they're if they're if their last oh. name isn't property they should have to change it to property legally or else i yeah, feel like they I, lied I to me because then that's a dumb name right it's like if their last name was property then oh that's clever but right. if it's not then that's stupid they just look yeah they look now that, i don't think exactly. that's like what property you, hold on i can go look but like I don't think it they is. might as well just be the house guys or whatever if that's <laughs> if they don't care if y'all don't care then i don't care this yeah. you got one hook you're the property brothers larry larry and, and jerry property or whatever like oh uh, their names are jonathan scott and drew scott Oh, yeah, uh, I didn't think it was property. Trash, trash. I won't ever watch that show again. I was lied to. <laughs> uh, speak, uh, speaking of games, well, you know what? Though mm-hmm. they might be, they might do the thing where um, they they named it that so they could just take them out if they like, mm. you know, end up drunk in a preschool or something. Mm. They'll just cancel them and, and and find two other brothers and stick. Them oh, in. yeah, they just it could just be any brothers. Like that'll be <laughs> that'll be the hook. <laughs> one week is just like you've some... seen a house before right. you have a brother you're on yeah because yeah. they, cause they don't want to be like what was that show the love it a listed show one of them shows mm-hmm. where they fell out where a couple fell out with each other yeah they got divorced right they go no 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 we don't care if y'all together or not we just get another set of brothers y'all don't right. even look like we don't care are your brothers come on alright alright well I still feel lied to because I thought their last Wait, name was property they're twins yeah so but they they look like they look alike but then they don't yeah yeah exact same time yeah it was interesting uh it was funny and then there's another one there's a third brother okay i didn't even look like chris angel i didn't even see the third brother i didn't know there was a third brother i just okay. seen the, the main two i just googled them because i don't watch HGT, hgtv I, I i saw them on a magazine like at the gym in passing ah uh. mm-hmm. I, I, I love that show. It's a Canadian dude that uh, does a show where he does houses. I like that dude. All right. Uh, well, I anyway, I feel a lot too. Nature had to change the name legally to property. <laughs> um, uh, also, uh, speaking of sh- game shows, um, I think they should start a new game show where you have to guess if a name is an ancient Greek name or just a regular nigga name. Ha, 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 ha like uh the davion what is that black person you just name. think it's a regular nigga name yes mm. okay so you think if i google the davion it won't have any there won't there's not an ancient grecan roman wrestler or something Mm-mm, like this now nah, nah, it might not nah, ancient nah, god nah, that ate a wolf now nah, it might be a hotel god but i don't think that count mm. uh first of all hotel guys are all named after egyptian shit not not greek shit that would have been Osiris X Muhammad ah! Horus, right Ramsey Tut the Pharaoh the third the second ah, 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 um, right yeah that's that's totally different totally different set um but you know there's certain names like Ladanian you know Ladanian is a football player name 
yes it is but it also could have been like a nigga that died at vesuvius you know we don't know uh i ah, think this google goddamn we can get steve harvey to host it steve, steve, get steve harvey to host it we could only we only let white people play by the way i'm sorry black people but uh, we don't count we got too much inside information i feel like we'll we'll win too often uh but but we only let white we'll people go by context clues right and then sometimes the answer will be both but we'll just be confusing them like it could be uh ancient name regular nigga name or both and then we'll just watch white people squirm when you like uh caesar and they'll be like oh that's easy ancient roman and like no Mm-mm. niggas is named caesar too yeah they is you gotta stay woke my friend <laughs> um uh you know how everybody always makes this joke if you have twitter and you have facebook everybody's like facebook's always behind you know oh i can't wait for three days when they rap when they be mad about this on facebook you know that thing mm-hmm. but then they always it's, it is right though i don't know why it's right but it, it is like a delay like it is literally like a three-day delay yeah like three days from now they'll be arguing about that tanash interview that i saw this morning uh-huh um and i i, I, I uh tanash that's how i said it yeah i don't know oh wait i um, you know i didn't even look that up maybe it's tanache or something i didn't even look it up i just assumed it was tanache like i just assumed Mm. that there were all sorts of asterisk and goos and 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 hyphens and shit and squiggly lines above the end i like how none none of us know because we don't listen to her music Mm -mm. i've never heard a single thing she has ever said ever and, and you know what but i said i was even worse i said roger who's that girl that wrote that book okay it does look like <laughs> um according to this is pronunciation tina shea so you you're right bossy uh my bad uh so yeah tina shea uh obviously even if her name is tanash i feel like when she decided she was gonna be a singer it had to be tina shea it had to be yeah that's true too no you can't just have that that e hanging out there um well what i was um but i feel like what nobody talks about between the twitter and then facebook and what's gonna be late and when they gonna talk about it nobody brings up myspace myspace came back y'all and we are Whoa. over there yeah we're over there on myspace we're doing stuff oh shit i got the, i got the dick shit i don't even remember my login it's not a lot of people and if you can find your login we are over there and you can get involved in the conversation right now we're talking about male rompers uh i don't know if you guys have heard about this but it's quite the tizzy Ooh. over on myspace i don't know everybody gonna open it up they better not do it at work because you know your music gonna play that you forgot you put on there 10 years ago you don't click on that shit at work and it'll be like do me baby you're like oh turn, turn this shit down wait a minute no yeah if you go to my page just turn the yin yang twins song down and just, you, can, you can go with it come on in come on in guys you know, if i got that autoplay shit i don't even remember mine all right um what else did i have to say before we move on oh i started watching that show on hulu harlots how was it the women in them in them red dresses listen those ladies are doing some very serious elizabethan era era fucking okay yeah um there is so much white stark naked ass on that show it is so ridiculous it i really don't even know what the show is about because i'm barely paying attention but it's like a requirement that every four minutes somebody gotta get naked and have sex and it's not even like really raunchy dirty sex like it's pretty tame like you know what i mean like it's not like hbo or something like we're gonna go like it's just it's pretty tame sex but for considering the shows about you know these like victorian era prostitutes or whatever 
but um yeah it's just it's 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 a pretty good show i enjoy it it's silly but um, i like it miss mars said it was lit i mean we talked about it before she said she enjoyed it yeah i like i like uh i like it so far i'm like two episodes in i just seen women in red dresses yeah it's a lot of like the first episode the village gets sick of the hoes and they get ready to burn down the whole house and the victim so like it starts off with a bang like it's immediately ah! like the hoes ain't got no whole house now it's like a whole Aww. lawsuit people about to go to jail like they trying to lock one of the people up and you know it's, since it's an era without dna surveillance cameras and all that like all the the evidence is like we have a witness against you and they say you are a lady of ill repute and it's like why i never never know such thing and like they just go back and forth uh it's it's so it's so good man uh so anyway i like it um uh not as much as i like claws though i watched the first episode of claws oh with niecy nash just her boobs alone what reason enough to watch it it's like her boobs sold the whole like anybody that's seen the trailer and i thought i was alone because i didn't want to just be like Mm -mm. but i was like yeah so i'm watching claws and uh niecy nash's boobs are forever and uh it felt like all the people came out of the niecy nash closet on my page was like me too dog I was, like, I was like i was like really all oh, y'all too well how come it's like a secret uh everybody crushing on her but nobody talking about her Nisa you, put is it on my, you put it on my um on my facebook when i was like who are your you know odd shameful questions and you were like nisi nash i was like nigga what i didn't she know i didn't know <laughs> i really was surprised I've loved her since reno 911 yeah i thought i thought i was alone it's not like you know certain people come up in the lexicon like you know when people are having a conversation they're like oh you see serena oh do you see beyonce i never had nobody just be like you see niecy nash you know so i just like i guess i'm just i'm the freak she's like she's older and she comes across as like like you don't want to you don't want to objectify her not because she's not amazing but because right. she would like smack you or call your mom or something you know what i mean like yeah. <laughs> so my man like my man tim said she's sexy but she also uh, is like your aunt and i yes. was i was like yeah she likes somebody else's sexy ass aunt i don't understand what the problem is you know what i mean like <laughs> so you're saying i'm right that's all <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah man um all right so i'm watching that too though um and uh i was also saying oh because me and you karen mm-hmm. we we have i have this logo on my arm for the podcast uh i don't even think y'all can see it but for the podcast um that i got a long time ago yep um when we went premium yes sir yeah yes. this tattoo and um i was looking at it the other day and it's like you know i don't even look like this anymore and neither do you like mm-hmm. you got a natural hair now yes. uh i had this full beard now mm-hmm. i'm not wearing a hat um and uh and I, I love it obviously i'm not gonna get rid of it or anything Mm-mm. but i think we might have to update our logo, logo. you know like with your natural logo. flow and stuff so i brought that up on our facebook page and simeon already sent us uh a mock-up of a 
uh, a logo for us um and it said that you know he might even work on some for the premium shows and stuff but i did want to put a call out to the audience that if yeah. y'all want to if you're a graphic design artist or something mm-hmm. like that and you've been interested in you know making a logo for the show mm-hmm. um let us know yeah. man yeah email it to uh, the black have the best fan. tips at gmail we really do we really yeah because we know we have a not all jokes out we know we have a lot of talented people out there and a lot of people that would love to do this and this is your opportunity for your work to shine yeah people will see it when we post the shows and all that great stuff so if you know uh that just just submit it yeah so don't be scared and don't be afraid and a lot of times people are great at things they're kind of afraid don't be scared or afraid y'all. the worst thing it can be is terrible that's and the worst if it's terrible i will do you the solid of pretending that i didn't even see it I, I, that's what i that's what i'll yeah. do for you yeah we're gonna treat y'all like y'all know y'all treat y'all babies drawn you're gonna put it on the wall oh ain't that cute it's right. so precious we're still flattered that you took the time i'm trying to tell you uh white people the the four of you who listen to this if your black coworker only talks to you about traffic, the weather, or like safe sport topics, they know you're racist. <laughs> so just PSA. Don't don't go over there and ask them. I'm just telling you now, because they won't tell you because y'all at work. But if you and Tyrone have only ever talked about how long it took you to get from I-77 to Tavola, he knows um y'all ain't friends the only thing y'all talk about is the weather right mm-hmm. or they think you racist at minimum so you need to start like come in there woke uh, a couple times <laughs> come in there and be like god damn it why can't Colin cabinet get a job like i need you to say something like that ah! and maybe they'll be like you know what you're right it is fucked up um also uh i came up with a new law uh rod's law is what i'm calling it and the law is if a thing if it's a thing that exists someone somewhere has a problem with it fact i feel like that like we skip right past the hypothesis right past theory i think that's a law i feel like uh the more people i meet the more i'm like well shit i just can't like nothing because somebody got a problem with everything mm-hmm. it puppies it's i'm allergic to them you know what i'm mean? like something we just like i didn't think you know like i uh what made me think of this is how i enjoyed this i can't remember what movie it was it was some movie that i was like you know what that was a good fucking movie i really i didn't think that movie would be good i walked out and i said what you, you got me good job everybody maybe it was wonder woman or something and then i started reading people's problems with it and i was like yeah i mean that was a that did happen that was i can see how you would view it that mm-hmm. and, I, and i was like oh yeah i guess that's how i feel about everything now yeah and and i think for me i know everybody functions with this differently and i know there's some things that i don't like either but i think my kind of thing my default roger jokes but it's kind of true i literally just love everything Mm -hmm. and so it's just one of the the things where if i don't like it it's a strong don't like (laughs) and also it's one of the things where if i like it and you don't a lot of times i'm very protective of it that's why a lot of times depending on what it is i don't really share on social media because i don't want do debate with you and i want mm, you to yep. tell me how you don't like it because actually i don't give a fuck about your opinions on it i'm just yeah real. i feel like i'm the opposite where i won't debate you or fight you about it but um i will listen to your opinion but i just probably won't share it you know what and i mean certain things that i get like really upset about and i don't even know that i care that much until somebody tells me they hate it or mm. they have a problem with it, then I get like really heated and I've got to like 
like walk away. Like it's, it's, I didn't know I was a LeBron James fan. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And then someone's talking shit about it. And I was like, hold the fuck up. Like I'm ready to fight. I'm like, okay, you know what, Bossy? You know, you don't even know about, you don't even watch any game. You watch not one game this entire season. Walk away. You know, I'm like that about Serena Williams. I don't know jack squat about tennis. I even took tennis in college. Couldn't tell you the score. But you can get these hands over Serena. Well, you you know what it was for me to help was uh, I used to listen to uh, Slash Filmcast, and they did movie reviews. And uh, I don't think any of those guys are black, but I do think one of them was like an Asian dude. And I remember they used to do these movie reviews, and like I would be like, man, they're so like, racially tone deaf or like they miss elements of movies sometimes they skip over black movies don't even review them at all and i'm just like you know it was a a slight thing that i noticed um i think it might even been before we had a podcast i was just listening to them and i remember they reviewed um war war for the planet of the apes or something like that or Mm -hmm. dawn of the planet of the apes or whatever whatever the first one in this new one is and they were just kind of like they just didn't get it they didn't get the movie like they were saying it was bad but literally they didn't understand the movie because they all identified with the humans and they didn't understand it's a movie that's basically like a slave uprising revolt film about apes correct and the humans are the bad people yes they are you know what i mean and they just didn't see it that way and i just remember being like man fuck them i'm gonna write them i'm gonna say something to them on facebook or twitter or something and i thought about it and i was like no i'm not i don't i just won't listen i don't give a fuck like the only opinion that and i realized i I, like it made me go back in my head i've only been listening to them to jive with my own opinion so i do have an opinion walking in i don't really care about their opinion i just kind of was like if they're right if they agree with me if they don't then they're wrong and if i'm gonna be a narcissist like that about my opinion then i'm wasting time fielding opinions on shit that i don't care what y'all think right so i think that kind of freed me a little bit to where when someone does offer an unsolicited opinion about how they don't like something i'm just like one you're fucking up my vibe like come on dog but then two okay what are we supposed to do with that right and yeah. it's one of, yeah, one of the things where you just want to go and 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 i think for me I'm, I'm not trying to be funny but for me uh when i love something i get a lot of joy in it and joy mm-hmm. and happiness and peace when it's something that i enjoy and i'm very protective over joy because it's like everything in life tries to snuff that out like everything yeah. just existing tries to snuff it out so i'm like no 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 we're not gonna argue about my joy y'all we're like this thing right here we're not gonna argue about it we're not gonna debate i that's don't like really it so point. what that's a really good point because i get like physically agitated when something that i really love or care about is being disparaged in a way that's not even thoughtful like it's just like right. oh fuck that fuck moonlight mm-hmm. i'm sorry what like you know what i mean like i get really really upset and I've learned not to like jump into you know people. First of all, I, I don't jump into people's mentions, or mm. you know, I've learned to like scroll past Facebook statuses that say shit that make me angry. Mm. And if they, but I have a three three times. If you say three things out of pocket, like you got you got one time to diss Beyonce or Bruno Mars, and you're gone. But you got three times to do any anything else. Um, and then I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna unfriend you because I don't even I don't need any of this in my life but yesterday i shared a story about how for 
um, Beyonce's four was like, like the, the, the turning point in her career where she went from this Beyonce of Destiny's Child to like this entity and force that she was now. And I became a fan at four. Like I liked her before. I was, a, I like, you know, hey, she's cool. I like her. You know, I don't dislike her. But four made me like a straight up fan. It was the first Beyonce album that I ever purchased, like just bought. Mm. Um, School in Life is like hands down top 10, one of my favorite songs in the world in ever in life. Um, and so I did, so I, I shared this and then this random person, like who doesn't even follow me jumped into my mentions and she was like, how disrespectful. And I was like, what's disrespectful? Like, I really like what's disrespectful. She's like, like Beyonce has been a star since she was 12 years old. That and I four did not make her. I was like, I, I didn't even say that. Right. I didn't say that. I said that for me. It's what made me a fan. And she's kept going on and on. And I just was like, you know what? I'm getting really upset. Right. <laughs> I don't know you. You don't follow me. I just muted her. And and like I she's probably still in my mentions right now. But I was like, <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna do this. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna hive out because I'm not hiving the way you hive. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like right. like, oh, if you're not a fan since before Beyonce was born, then you're not a real fan. I was like, Okay, then I'm not a real fan. I yeah. told you when I started becoming a fan, right. what's the issue? Like my thing is like these opinions there's an unsaid just for me at right the end. like exactly like, you know and i always like i always find it weird uh because like if i say i like something and someone pops up and be like well i didn't like it because of this and then my response is always just kind of like okay because i'm a i hate to be fatalistic about it i mean but what what do you think we're supposed to, to, to i'm do not at that i'm point, not really right. like without sounding harsh i'm not fascinated with your opinion Mm-mm. if i didn't it's, ask for it exactly if i didn't ask for it and we weren't already having a conversation then there's nothing about your opinion that may like okay i'll ch- mark check you down for no like i don't That's like i hit them with the okay girl and right like i try to say it with no attitude so i'll just literally be like okay to let them know like i did read acknowledged yeah, yeah like I, I i get it whatever i literally don't feel like arguing right. and and if they let it go uh which most of the time they do after that cool occasionally i will get people that then hang around and try to like literally start some type of debate and i'm like you gotta go but yeah it's, it is a very like uh odd thing because i just don't think there's anything that exists that somebody doesn't have an issue with somewhere so correct it's yeah. like letting me know isn't really doesn't really matter no you know? it, and you're not gonna i don't think anyone's ever successfully changed somewhat i have actually mm. i have changed people's mind on bruno mars there yeah thank you i've done mm-hmm. a, a service to the world Brought people um back. putting it in my bio uh but but very rarely do you actually change someone's mind and but the thing is i'm i'm, I'm a hypocrite because i'm talking about out of both sides of my mouth because mm. it's like i don't want people to try to change my mind but i feel like i can change yours mm. yeah i don't that's the thing i won't try to change people's mind mm-hmm. normally and, and and i guess that's how i function also i guess with uh more of social media because i don't mind listening to varying opinions yeah. i don't mind people not agreeing with me i think my biggest thing is when people come out of nowhere and solicit it when yes. it was an ask yeah for. like if i say i like transformers Right. That was me just with my opinion. I didn't say I like your tra- I like transformable thoughts. 
I didn't. I didn't ask. Yeah, I, I didn't. Like I, didn't yeah, I didn't. Ask, can Can you give me your like? It, it, to me, that to me, for some people, because we because in the age of social media, people, the social part, everybody thinks everything is sociable, and also I think that for some people, they live to argue. So anything you put out there, yeah. they, they uh, some people, it's something in them. They have to have a counterpoint, even yeah. if they really don't give a fuck about what you love. They just got to have a counterpoint. You like you need you, to go. You know what made me? Uh, I, I I realized that like over the last year or so, and I've started to realize or recognize how someone phrases something, mm-hmm. whether or not they're actually trying to have a conversation or if they're just going through whatever they're going through. And you know, I got that from reading the comments underneath Donald Trump's tweets, mm. like his diehard supporters who have no cognitive dissonance, like they just don't. Like I learned how to how to how to how to figure out who to 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 to, to, to engage with mm. and who to say like you know what lost cause what, I don't have what, time for it. What are you? What are some of your tips? I want to know. I'm I'm intrigued. Well, it's it's there's there's always a de- they put a question mark at the end of it, but it's a declarative. Mm. Like they're not asking you or saying they're telling you, but they're framing it in a way that's masking the fact that they're trying to be declarative about what it is that they're saying like so, like for example so you saying bill maher's a racist exactly okay yeah like exactly. they, they don't really want to they don't or they or oh so what is he supposed to do kill himself right and you're right. like okay well no right um you're taking the the the, the extreme to whenever they go to the extreme of what you said or what they inferred that you said right do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like like they they hear what you didn't say and then they take it from that as opposed to what you actually did say okay. here's here's my thing okay guys uh because i think you guys are being very nice about it but my thing, <laughs> my, my thing is this i don't really care because as a just conversational like diagram wise a lot of people put dead in comments into situations and then expect it to keep going and i just feel like you're not good at conversation a lot of people aren't like if i say i like a thing and you tell me why you don't like a thing that's not a conversation no that's not like but most people just accept that as a conversation because they're getting attention and they will try to make something out of nothing and be like well what about this well what about that but to me i'm like i stated a fact you stated a fact that's the end that's the what was there to go yeah. with that you know uh, um other things that people do like if um i'm watching a tv show and they go should i start watching it um i hate that oh. question because yes. oh my god i have me crazy right and like it's not part of it is not their fault because it's like socially accepted norms that they're operating under people apparently do that to each other and they think that that's okay for me personally and the way my brain works it's the most infuriating question because it leads to me wanting to ask you like 27 questions right to yeah. arrive at the actual conclusion which is nigga if you wanted to watch it you'd just be watching it like it's not right, right. And we if don't i'm saying <laughs> that i like it then i'm also saying maybe you should watch it but not really because it's not my business what the fuck you do with your eyeballs like right what oh my god the other day on 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 facebook um, I'd watched I'd watched something terrible. Was it? 
I don't like House of Cards. I don't like mm. it. I tried. It's not for me. But I'm like extra critical of Netflix shows now because they canceled the Get Down, mm. and I really like the Get Down. So I'm like, and I said on that, I was like, you know, I'm really hypercritical of Netflix now because I really like the Get Down. So I'm watching everything that they didn't cancel with like a side eye. Um, and then someone writes, "But why? The Get Down wasn't a good show." And I was like. Well, clearly I thought it was. Like, what are you, what? Like, what are you, oh. I just want to say stuff. Like, I think what I'm going to have to do is when people ask me questions like that, I'm going to start asking them questions back and be like, like, they're like, hey, man, I see you watch Arrow. I start watching in season one. Should I, should I start watching again? I'm just going to say stuff like, well, how much time are you really spending with your family? You know? (laughs) like what is your you know what's your work um what is your job functions like and how much time does that take out of your schedule does, and they're gonna is, be like what and you're gonna be like yeah that's yeah. how i feel you is your it. commute like is will is you it be sitting in 30 minutes for in traffic for an hour and when you get home you really don't have that much time but to cook and you know maybe go do the treadmill or something because i don't want to cut into your treadmill time because you started watching arrow now i'm responsible for when you get diabetes <laughs> and you had to get your foot cut off because you started watching arrow but i didn't know that you had a food addiction and now you were struggling with that and you were just barely holding it together but binge watching netflix left a little time for exercise and not enough time for diet like i was not supposed to be responsible for this but now here you are tweeting me five years later like i'm getting my foot cut off because of you ride thanks and fuck arrow it's not even good that's what goes into my head every fucking time someone asks me a question my head just goes to like i don't know what your time is worth i don't know what your money is worth i we live in a world where media access is like you can immediately get it so it's not even like i had to go to the next town and Mm. that's the only town with a dam Mm. they got electricity like i don't know what the cost of your time is so just leave it i don't want to make that decision for you i want you to be empowered because they will they to, will come back and say oh i tried watching you know this is us and i hated every second of it right I, okay right okay girl and because i love it okay exactly and i will kill and for it stop because you didn't <laughs> right. right and i will kill for it okay so just leave me alone that one i'm, I'm really upset that yeah. this is us Right. oh no 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 no! you're not, not gonna be like oh i watched it but i couldn't you're dead inside and i want right. nothing to do with you demon yeah oh i remember all the people that were like trying to make it into an endurance test thing being like i watched it and i didn't even cry i was like it's because you're a cold-hearted oh. psychopath leave us alone <laughs> that's not something to be proud of right if you got through any episode without feeling something then there's something wrong with you and right. i would get that checked out I'm just gonna go back and <laughs> I just got back from my mom's funeral. She never laid a hand on me. She was a great woman, but didn't even cry, guys, because I'm tougher than y'all. Get the fuck out of here, dog. I don't care that you can't access your emotions healthily. That's fine. <laughs> the rest of us over here are over here trying to have an experience every week. Ugh. Except for that one week where they um just talked about the white family. I don't know what was up that week. <laughs> the rest, of the, the rest of the weeks though, I was crying. Okay. Um. All right. Speaking of crime, let's get into some news. Uh, actor LeVar Burton was in no mood for disrespect from American Airlines. Ain't that the, um, what you call the Rena Rainbow guy? He's also yeah. Jordy, Jordy LaForge from Star Trek. The, uh, yeah, the one with the shades. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He also was Kunta. Yes. That's right. You guys know him. Well, apparently he blasted American Airlines, which had its second busiest hub in 
in charlotte that's where we're at for bumping him to business class after he bought first class tickets i'd have been mad too right because they charge you first class flight i mean i mean charge yeah how does that work i hope that don't happen to me one day no because well, i pay for first class god damn it i want first class he hosted the tv show reading rainbow and started starred in star trek the next generation and played the iconic role uh kunta kente in the miniseries roots in 1977 he also has nearly two million twitter followers oh y'all mm-hmm. fuck with the wrong one mm-hmm. you're gonna have all them reading rainbow people throwing the source words and at you beloved mm-hmm uh but the actor 60 had nothing good to say about american on sunday people.com reported following a recent flight from chicago to los angeles he tweeted that after paying for two first class seats being unceremoniously bumped back to business i'm in no mood for disrespect yes i'm referring to you flight attendant manning the board door at american air uh number two 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 five your attitude leaves much to be desired to the flight attendant on american air flight number 2225 who when asked for a blanket said put on a sweater honey not funny or helpful let me tell you something don't take his word for it uh send a book okay um american responded uh on twitter uh asking the actor whose new podcast lavar burton reads oh oh he got a new podcast good for him let me cue that up it's launching tuesday they asked him to meet us in the dm so they could investigate the incident Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> well he read them all right yeah he did <laughs> the worst part was he was illustrating it too at the same time in the background <laughs> yeah that's my favorite part when they 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 read you the story and then someone's drawing it and, the, and at the end it's a picture but then <laughs> I, I used to get so mad because the book would be so good and then they'll be like and we're not gonna finish it today guys we'll be back <laughs> next time when we read a whole other ass two pages of a whole another book <laughs> that's dope <laughs> as fuck that you can't get your hands on right now <laughs> like oh they used to tease so good we know the library closed at this time so, i used to get so upset at the kids who were the some book that they read mm-hmm. like, you're not telling it right like right where's oh. the studio why can't i get on come on you're not gonna do no voices <sighs> <laughs> I'm just saying guys um let's see uh how about <sighs> no no i don't want to do that you know what life has been hard this week okay let's do some fun stuff okay let's talk about um white people news you know i think we all I think we all could get go for some white people news right a little lighter fare mm-hmm. um all right let me uh cue up one of my famous covers because you guys know we can't do white people news without a little white people music <laughs> and the white people do love our music mm-hmm. they, they, uh, they love it a lot it's a whole genre you get lost in the sea of whiteness can let me know when it's on screen if it shows up mm-hmm. did, did it pop up not yet oh, okay i'll just uh, let you go mm-hmm. it's uh, up all right here we go guys today's selection Whoa. oh a duo What's happening yeah a couple white dudes with guitars oh god that was jams tracy no oh no oh no <laughs> We got two guitars, y'all. 
2. If it don't work, so we fuck till we come to conclusions. All the things that we thought we were losing, I'm a ghost and you know this. That's why we broke up in the first place. Say your white man. Do you know that I'm ready to go? Heartbeat, my heartbeat. I wanted you to know whenever you are around, can't sleep. I can't sleep. It's late night Thursday. I know that you heard me. Don't want the same thing. We two could play that game. So I'm talking with my girlfriend. But she's not my real girlfriend. She got a key to my place, but she's not my real girlfriend. Stupid. So dummy. Girl, girls run from me. I'm having noise so the girls want something from me. And that's how to make a Go 100. And my dude freaking out about her worst fate. He on time, but she late for the first date. Cause you went tried on a new Good problems, right, wrong. That's gonna be one of that thing for the Super Smash Brothers, but none of them you. We're done with food. Only dinner for two. I was wrong. You were crazy. I got a heart, but your artist choked. The only thing you want is getting that stroke and like. Oh, give it up for Trevor and Noah. Look like somebody started a petition, baby. Of course, Trevor and Noah. Of course. Mm-hmm. Okay, first of all, I'm just going to say it. He's cute. I'm just going to put that out there. Yep. Okay. Second of all, it started off terrible. Mm-hmm. There was a part in the middle where I was kind of in, into it, but then it kept going, mm-hmm. and then I was over it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's what um, they do. Is this a thing you do often? We do it every... I would not have signed up for this had every, I known. Every time we do white people news, we, we have to do the white people news song. And, and you know, it's a lot of them out there. I, I didn't realize oh, how vast oh, and how deep it was. I've, like, I've fallen into that, that YouTube black hole section. Ain't it a white hole, black as the case may be. I just wanted to spread uh, the awareness. Um, wow, somebody started a change.org petition. Oh, really, guys? okay i'm just trying to spread awareness of what white people are doing to our music okay and you guys are just gonna y'all just want to ignore the problem it's not gonna go away if we don't do anything about it it's not gonna go away some people have taken the videos down y'all need to understand what is happening to the good songs that black people make that that white people decide you know what i'm gonna step my acoustic guitar up in here a ukulele right come on now you think donald glover suffered and tore for his art for some white man to do that to it Two white mm-hmm. men, actually. Yeah, was was double the trouble. Shout out to my man that just played guitar. That's he all. Like, he was like, you know why I'm here. I'm I'm back up. I'm here so I don't get fined. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about white people news, okay? And I'm gonna skip that y'all's man, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about that dude. Mm-mm. 
all right i saw a little bit of the uh jefferson beauregard sessions uh hearing and uh it was it was all terrible i don't his accent sounds like he says nigra okay exactly i could not listen to it and he just looks like he's lying like like he's he looks like he did something and he knows he did something but he thinks we don't know he did something and that's Mm -hmm. the i want to punch him in his face his little rumpelstiltskin ass face i felt like he was just gonna sip on a mint julep and start talking about the strengths of black people's bodies <laughs> in the middle <laughs> like oh lord <laughs> you know he has a very uh n- nice thighs i think he'll make an excellent uh field hand um all right let's get into the other stuff okay guys um scarlett johansson you know her scar joe mm-hmm. you guys uh of yeah. uh ghost in the shell fame um mm-hmm. avengers one of our premier asian actresses yes mm-hmm. yes <laughs> Uh, she in and her rumored rebound weekend update co-anchor Colin Yost had a date Saturday after allegedly hooking up at a SNL party. Mm. Right now, part of me wonders if this is just a huge. She has a comedy coming out called like I don't know something Rough Night maybe. Anyway, it's oh, it's like a comedy. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. go. It looks like very bad thing, but with women if you guys ever seen mm. very bad things which is a terrible movie i can't believe i watched that movie oh that was terrible we uh, seen that in the movie theaters didn't we oh uh, yes we and did the, and the cast was just you like oh my god look at this cast you're like oh this is a piece that's of actually the day you can trace it back that's the day my hatred of white people started it was oh lord that's been some years ago looking at the faces of that cast and being like really y'all just good songs take my money huh anyway um <laughs> uh colin yost and her are dating and uh the 32 year old tony winner eight-time emmy nominee who turns 35 um june 29th wait hold on wait wait hold on okay so she's 35 he's 32 because tony is tv right Mm-hmm. okay all right tony no tony is theater Bravo. tony is theater. theater oh i thought so i guess TV. he maybe came from theater anyway i'm guessing it's him and then she's a 35 year old eight time wait hold on am i reading this sentence wrong the 32 year old tony writer and the eight time emmy nominee who turns 35 in june 29th reportedly had an intimate dinner at british tavern the east pole in manhattan's upper east side yeah i I don't know i guess she's the 35 year old read that that sentence one more time the 32 year old tony winner and the eight time emmy nominee who turns okay, 35 she, she won a tony for a play she did a couple of years ago he's he's 35 she's 32 so he must have won an emmy for saturday night live probably did, or something. okay okay all right that's what it is i'm getting the emmys confused with some with probably the oscars or something i don't know they all sound the same to me they were really chill and super nice a source told page six they were holding hands and having drinks Woo! Mm. holding hands and having drinks i like that silver dress she got on that's pretty mm, they moving fast the away oh, i'm sorry what'd you say bossy i said a scandal mm-hmm mm-hmm the native the native new yorkers sighting came uh 24 hours after colin first addressed rumors of a scarlet flame coyly telling e-news at hilarity for charity i'm very happy in my personal life mm. page six was the first to report that johansson and, and yos made out at least twice on may 20th at the rockefeller center at ice least, rink hold on at least twice 
mm-hmm. is once or not at all our sources have confirmed at least twice so could have been I more speaking did you hear i mean I'm i do feel like uh bossy's got a point you make out once and you do it right and you don't have to keep going back to the hole but you know different things for different people man mm-hmm. um, if i said i have at least two dollars on me that means i have two dollars on me mm-hmm. at least twice though it's not like, if I said, like at least 20 times okay that's 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 something to, to talk about mm. ah! well they were making out you guys okay there's a um, video of them rolling in the corner yeah i think that's for her movie or something okay um but yeah the snl was the first public sighting for the ghost in the shell actress since filing for divorce on march 7th from her second husband romaine Doyonk, uh which whom she with whom she is has a, a two-year-old daughter named rose uh yeah she got that 53 percent haircut too her fucking Katy Perry, like mm-hmm. that's the new white girl wave. Is that that fucking may I speak to that, your manager? That, that's a form of rebellion, almost like taking off your bra and burning it. Yeah, that's the new like I'm cutting my hair short. We all biting Charlize Theron style mm-hmm. for uh, <laughs> like we just taking it because uh, we're not taking it anymore, Trump. Uh, when women talk about enjoying sex, it's almost forget forbidden. The former child star lamented in the July edition of Cosmopolitan just having a healthy sexual attitude you are labeled as loose wild a slut you have no morals and you're seen as some kind of sexual deviant or someone who can't be in a monogamous relationship the minute you talk about enjoying yourself being curious that is still taboo meanwhile the harvard grad previously romanced angie tribeca star rashida jones whose parents are music mogul quincy jones and twin peaks actress peggy lipton from 2013 to 2016 uh so i i, I really i really feel you know the worst i would be as a parent if my child went to harvard to major in saturday night live writing or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you could have gone anywhere to do that well you know what but they, a lot of them a lot of them are from harvard so many of them because these white boys that do they like comedy it's the connection there like when people talk about the connections mm-hmm. you got to be white like a lot of times they actually look at that stuff when it comes to them and it matters in a lot of those circles and that nepotism is real too yes it is you know yeah they always yeah. talk about how we get jobs and shit but you know like it, that probably explains why they went through that drought with no black people for so long Mom. um scarlet will next play bride to be jess in the stripper killing bachelorette parley rough night i did get it right on uh rough night which, which hits... i won't be seeing no i'm gonna go see a uh, girl's trip though that I that don't... one actually looks good the one with the black women I'm, going yeah i want to see that one yeah but this shit nobody they... died yeah <laughs> i saw the trailer for this and like i don't know like it's say it's two minutes long two minutes 20 seconds like a minute in they kill somebody i'm like what well who when is how's it funny now (laughs) yeah (laughs) how did this not turn into deep dark depressing murder mystery because let me tell you something if we kill a stripper at the party the party's over dog the party is done Mm -mm. it's over and i don't ever i never understand like i watch movies like this where somebody dies and there's always a reason why they don't call girl you can't get no infection in your booty and it's never a good reason for me i I check out completely i'm like 
there is no good reason for you not to have called the authorities when this person fucking died right why why is there why is there another hour and a half left in this movie and every every one of those movies by the way you can always explain the initial killing like it's always that way yes. where it's like oh she slipped and fell onto a coat hanger and that's why she's dead it's not until y'all start chopping up the stripper throwing her in a, t- a tub of ass. <laughs> that's when you start looking suspicious it, all those movies are the same uh anyway the, is, the, 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 the reason why they can't call the police is always significantly less serious than murder right oh i don't want my parents to know i was drinking okay but you killed somebody right we have weed what would a cop think if they find two joints and you're like that that's not a problem compared to the murder that y'all will be (laughs) accused of doing later in this film uh anyway i i don't want to see this movie but uh good it for, looks terrible and not funny good for calling yos and uh scarlet joe scar joe though they probably end up with some uh pretty good um some pretty good uh aryan children out of that if it works out ah! uh in other white people news jason derulo stepped out on the scene uh, with a gorgeous you know what yes i i did not come here to be ambushed and i'm sorry i can't uh thank you karen it was nice seeing you again this is news that we need to cover white people care about this bossy they do you can't you you gotta be strong we here for you okay we need to find out what's going on jason derulo and his gorgeous mystery girlfriend which is the lowest key the best white shade of all the articles we don't when they put mystery person because it just means we don't know you we didn't even bother to look you up every time because it that we know that every person is somebody and they'll just be like fuck it man just run the pictures we we don't care about that person anyway um he's finally showing off his mystery girlfriend the singer 27 made his first public appearance with a blonde bombshell at the cmt awards on wednesday night cmt awards country music is that what kind of music he made apparently so hmm that look like a brother he the only nigga making the music because they banned beyonce yeah i don't know that's interesting i wonder if that mystery woman is tennis you never know let's be honest guys tennis could she could show up for grubhub and we'd all be like i don't is that my is that my listen she could walk into my room right now <laughs> and i wouldn't she would be like hey i know you didn't like me because i'm black and you're like that's what no, no, i don't that's know not true i i don't don't, don't it was don't know literally just never heard i of didn't you. know you were black until you just told me right i just didn't i didn't know you anyway uh derulo's lady oh they call her a mystery lady and then they have her name reagan miller that is the most shadiest of shade that they've ever shaded <laughs> in one of these white people news you articles put name in the title you could have put her name jason derulo new girlfriend Raygon miller steps out for on the town like that's all you had to say and they really were like <laughs> mystery lady how could we possibly know that um well she didn't walk the red carpet with him but the couple was spotted flirting and holding hands as they walked in the old show together uh you know what else this means they gonna have a couple fight mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So headlines like this what does they mean mystery woman jason what do you mean like, I, mean, I didn't write the name of the article no nah, i just they said i mean maybe i should be walking the red carpet with you maybe you don't need to be walking by yourself if this is what they're gonna write about me because are we together are we not I, I mean i just think it's funny how we go out together but only 
I'm the mystery <laughs> person. I just, I, it's interesting to me. Uh, <laughs> in March, the singer exclusively told Page Six that he was involved with someone and was no longer single. Mm. Big news. Nobody cares, Jason. <laughs> his rep did not respond to a request Thursday for more details on a relationship. Uh, this is his second time at the CMT Awards. This year, he performed "Strip It Down" and "Want to Want what? Me" with Luke Bryan. At the Country Music Awards, where have I been? Strip it down and want to want me. Oh, I, I, yeah. Okay, can I? I have a confession to make. Those are your jams. Um, I heard "Want to Want Me" mm-hmm. on the radio like mm-hmm. two years ago, and I didn't know who sang it because I don't listen to the radio, mm. and I thoroughly enjoyed it and i was singing it and i was like you know what let me let me shazam and find out who sings this song and it was the worst day mm. of my life i've never the worst day it. of my life and you and you think something yeah. something's wrong with a white man and acoustic guitar singing childish gambino mm. if, it, if it ain't dead the lessons i don't and know it, nothing the about. thing that bothers me it randomly pops into my head like like just the other day i was driving to the gym and i was like one two i was like oh my god really mm really can we hear it of course you can hear it can it's too hard to sleep ah. i got the sheets on the floor okay. me, and i can't take it no more it's 100 degrees i got one foot out the door where are my keys where are my keys i gotta leave yeah in the back of the cabin Mars and I said, Can you please, please do a cover of this song? Mm. Because I can't take this. It would be lit with if Bruno did it, yes. Yep, it would be. Well you can expect that song is popping. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I like, I like that, that song. song. Fuck Jason Drulo though. hmm Well you can expect to see him in Nashville again. The Florida born star loves the city and says everyone there was very warm and welcoming to him. Him and his mystery lady. Good for them. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I hate his hair. I hate him. I like that song. Okay. I'm a Ah. big enough woman, big enough person to admit that I like that song. That's how you know it's not just hate for hate's sake. You know what? That's that that is I'm proud of you. Yeah. I feel like we came a long way today. You know? I've grown Well that's the thing about tired. I was jamming. Yeah. It takes it takes (laughs) something out of you when you get a good jam and you like that uh lindsey lohan is set to make her british comedy debut as she lands tv role beside harry potter star rupert grant i didn't know she was a comedian or the show of british comedy she's an actress and it's a comedic role okay who lindsey lohan 
Oh, she oh. got a... <laughs> so, oh, my God. I did hear you say Lindsay Lohan. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you said it, I forgot what you said. She has been keeping an increasingly low profile in Hollywood, which is probably why Bossy forgot her. But now, <laughs> it appears that former child star Lindsay Lohan is making a comeback. The actress announced her first acting role in two years on Monday as she stepped onto the set of comedy show Sick Note to feature on its second series. The U.S. native, 30. Wow, she's only 30. Uh, seemed ready. Right. Yeah, I mean. Right. She's been around, man. She has, she's, she's been around a, for she's, years. She's had some rough problems off the field, you know, mm-hmm. like. Uh, and then Emma Stone just swooped in and stole her whole life. Yep. Yeah, she did. And now she's like half a Muslim and shit. So like, it's it's kind of like yeah. people think she might be like secret Muslim or whatever. But I feel like she, I don't know. I'm not in the community, obviously, so I can't tell. But it seems like she's doing it the right way. It's real low key. You know, is she not doing interviews? Like I just, as the spokesman for all of all of Muslim people, I would just like to say, like she just mm-hmm. seems to be like. <laughs> like all the articles are like we saw with a headscarf but she wouldn't talk to us i'm like that's probably the best way to handle that right um at any rate uh she seemed ready to pick up what she left off in her high-flying acting career which saw her take on more than 40 parts in two decades having her put her trouble behind her she debuted her all-new look for the british comedy uh with a flame red hair worn in asymmetrical bob her sick slick figure dressed for business She's even sandwiched between top Brit talent uh, set to take the screen alongside Harry Potter actor Rupert Grant of, and Shaun of the Dead star Nick Frost in the Sky One show. I'm about to say, that's a boy. Yeah, Baji from um, uh, Into the Badlands. Mm-hmm. Into the Badlands. Uh, while uh, bosses remained pretty tight-lipped about Lindsay's part in the drama, it was revealed that she will play the humorous character Katerina West. Her manager, Scott Carlson, said she loves being back on the set filming again you can really see her passion shine through we have a lot planned for the year ahead good for her mm-hmm. uh sick note tells the story of a compulsive liar daniel glass played by rupert grant who is stuck uh in a failing relationship and dead-end insurance job who comes under fire from his irrepressible boss kenny west uh katarina's father in a bizarre twist of events daniel is misdiagnosed with a terminal disease by his doctor ian glennis nick frost who persuades him to keep it a secret from his friends and family the fiery hair beauty to look fresh faced and happy as she debuted her new bobbed hair look and they have a picture of her when she was a kid star mm-hmm. that was um, some years ago yep so good good for her man uh lindsay trying to live her best life yeah it's like it's amazing she's 30 and about 20 of them has been spent on tv right if it make it feel like she older than she is right and then of course you know yeah. all the you know all the st- drugs and shit mm-hmm. um yeah, so a lot of child stars i don't even remember having sex hmm. what? what diplo what? throw mm-hmm, diplo you guys know him the white dude the dj Mm-mm. anyway he a white dude he a dj diplo he throws shade after Katy Perry ranks him third in the bedroom behind John Mayer and Orlando Bloom. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I gotta Google Diplo. Yep. Um, I thought you were saying Diplo. D I is D I P L O. I got his picture on in the uh, chat if y'all want to see it. 
uh katy perry is uh said during a witness worldwide live stream interview on sunday that the music producer diplo was her third most impressive lover with john mayer coming in number one at orlando bloom landing in second place i guess orlando bloom is how did you it's throwing it down that girl lost her job i guess it was worth it then she is doing the rap first of all she only had sex with three people that's that's not bad like yeah why is he so mad ego yeah only a man could be russell brand wasn't even on the list and she married him right only a man could be Take mad about bonds. that and it's katie perry she's probably had sex with dozens of people you know right. what i mean like she probably gets offered sex like we get offered tic tacs or some shit you know right you want another one <laughs> right the 32 year old slave to the rhythm singer first of all and first she uh she, you know she only naming the famous ones come on right you know it's probably like True. some fucking like backup dancer in like mexico named raul that like really like really put it down but no nah, he's not gonna get credit he can't get no you know he but he knows oh, oh he knows kevin from dairy queen yeah 17, like mm-hmm. yeah. yeah kevin from dairy yeah. queen somewhere like okay then yeah, is that right. what we saying yeah right right ralph from pay less shoes mm-hmm uh but yeah the 32 year old slave to the rhythm singers and the 38 year old cold water songwriter briefly dated in 2014 well dude you were 30 you were like 35 don't be ashamed third is good you know 35 you came in third i mean i mean that's i've never heard of this dude and what's worse you know how they say um acts associated with and Mm -hmm. usually you can like recognize one of the people that Mm -mm. sat next to them at an award show or something major laser skrillex i'm sorry what when i go white with my news i go white okay super white this ain't and he's from Tupelo, Mississippi. Okay. This ain't your uh, your daddy's white people news, okay? Mm-mm. On Tuesday, Diplo threw some shade back at the Santa Barbara native who was promoting her Witness album, stating that he doesn't even remember having sex with her. Yeah, you do. Oh. Yeah, on Twitter, he has his handle as young Ric Flair, uh, at Diplo, who says, uh, I won the bronze medal in Sex Olympics, and then put, I don't even remember having sex. We, we we know you 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 tweeted that and then you started crying so weak yeah we know you mad dog it's so weak you could have said nothing, nothing. could have said nothing like when they sent you that on twitter to be like hey what you think about this you could have said not bad and then just went about your day and everybody would have went what a secure man you know <laughs> maybe he's number one who knows maybe he's number one maybe he's just being humble and nice about it who knows and you went what third i want a ju- i want a retrial right i want to recount <laughs> the judges and everybody cheated let's be honest mm-hmm. everybody knows that when you make a list like that number one is the person you're trying to get back with it's mm-hmm. not real like a real ranking right she's trying to get john mayer to call her yeah right. she is she sung songs about that nigga and everything and he do he's singing songs about her too yeah he does on the low and she just broke up too so you know maybe maybe she think maybe he, he might got a chance i don't know uh the statement was obviously meant to sting as, as the two were dating for several months and even hit several events together like the met gala at nyc he also joined her when she went to morocco for her 30th birthday didn't do a new session oh shit we at oh, okay my bad uh okay all right guys going to the new session we'll be right back i'll bring everybody right back on screen give mm-hmm. us one second everyone mm-hmm. um 
thank you karen for being on top of that girl you can't get no infection in your booty hoe it's a booty hoe mm-hmm. oh that could make me holler every time mm-hmm. i don't know why that shit's so funny so what are you degenerate niggas doing here come on Vic, man you better than this man y'all trying to rip people off look y'all ain't here to hear the word get the f- out oh hold on there what, what's going on here who is that sound like you teaching people to worship money with all due respect, Reverend, that sounds like some bullshit to me. Ooh. Ooh. Reverend Otis, this is an aboriginal con man from Australia. Nigga just got the mental institution. Think he's Jesus. <laughs> Jesus! Well, is that right? Well, if you're going to be a crazy fool, you might as well go all the way with it. <laughs> Look, I don't want your money. Neither does Pops. You can't buy God's blessings. It don't work like that. Says the man who obviously ain't got no blessing. <laughs> people, people, don't get this dude your money. He ripping you off, Vic. Come on, man, you better than that. You really gonna stand by and rip these people off? If Jesus, the real Jesus, didn't want me to have this money, then Jesus would take it away. Amen. <laughs> And, and, and look at your ankles. <laughs> ankles so ashy, they look like they're about to be dropped in a deep fryer. <laughs> All right, um, we're back. Uh, That's so, what was hilarious. I uh, miss it. Diplo has already reportedly dated Kate Hudson. Okay. And I, for some reason, he's still mad about this. She started her list from the bottom, naming Diplo as her least favorite bedroom partner. Oh, wait. So is, did they go, who is the worst? And then she said Diplo, and then all the way at number one is John Mayer? Or did they no, say of these three people? The Gucci Mary, so people. it's gotta be just rent regular rankings. Yeah. Yeah, cause she, well, she didn't marry him, they just dated. Mm-mm. And then she didn't even name, like you said, she didn't even name Russell Brand. Mm-mm. Huh. Anyway, the Starlet bestowed the silver medal name for her most recent flame, Orlando, who she split from in March um mayor mayor who uh katie was shared the on and off again relationship with for about three years topped her lover list and admitted that all of her exes are amazing in bed so she said all of them were amazing and he still found a way to be mad see that's what's wrong with y'all uh a blushing perry gushed to james telling the late night host they're all amazing lovers i would have sex with all of them when i get out of this place um so see there's a thing with Katy perry like Mm -hmm. i just i just always feel like she's just doing too much like Mm -hmm. like it's just like she goes like an inch and i'm like good girl stay Mm -hmm. then she goes a little further i'm like all right well you know whatever makes you happy then she just like leaps over the line like okay now i can't even i can't even tweet anything about you because you just went so far over the line yeah she resides in too much you know like even i remember um a couple years ago when everybody was going down about her or you know like appropriating people's stuff and whatever and i'm always a person that's like i'll I'll never understand the appropriation thing 100 percent. i've just i won't um i really do feel like 
most of it is just leave other people shit alone is the end result like no matter how people try to say it nicely and yeah, talk fair. about all but this shit like the impossible. end the end result is there's never gonna be a white person cool enough to yeah. rock cornrows and gold teeth and for us to be like it's cool it's never gonna happen so just don't do it no matter what any of these people say about the whole like well it'll be different if you like bought in our culture and you were like talking about mm-hmm. black lives man i'm like nah because then they would be smart enough not to do it yeah. you know right. what i mean like so it's it's not a there's no right solution for that shit just stop doing it white people um and then you don't have to worry about getting caught to the carpet but even during all that with me being like i don't really understand when i saw her show where she had the dancers that had like huge prosthetic butts and titties and she had cornrows and gold teeth and was like dancing like in a hip-hop pose and i was like okay yeah that that's just too much katie you can't even like (laughs) come on now that you know that had to be a problem right come on well here's here's the thing that i've been wondering because i've been like I said, I, I like I, I you and I all the time about how I'm not trying to get canceled mm-hmm. before my book comes out, so I just don't say ah! anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I don't understand is what point. This is me parsing my words because mm-hmm. I will not be canceled. You will not cancel me. Um, <laughs> at what point do we just say, you know what? Okay, mm. when somebody is literally having the conversations literally having the conversations that people keep saying that they need to have right. and then they're still getting shit for having the conversation like i don't have i don't have skin in the game like i don't i don't i thought Katy perry was going to be a one-hit wonder 10 years ago and i'm still shocked whenever she comes out with an album so i'm not a fan of hers but i just don't know what people want from her at this point here's like my per- she- here's my person okay my person is macklemore Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like his music. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I yeah, I know what you. I think he's kind of corny. Saying. You know, whatever. I don't know why certain black people don't fuck with him. Like, and I don't mean like his music. I just mean like they don't like him existing. They don't like his exactly allyship. They don't like his advocacy. He's one of those listener exactly. ass white people too. So it's not even like he's the dude who's like, and I am the only one that can deliver this message. Like he'll do a song put a whole bunch of black and brown people that he feels like people should listen to who he learns from on the song and people will still be like fuck him preachy ass motherfucker uh he always taking somebody else's attention i'm like i literally at this at that point i feel like the only other thing is white people can't rap like that's the only like white people don't even be concerned with our shit at all like but you know what though here's the thing because before i used to think that and and Malcolmore was my was my example before Katy Perry showed up. So yeah. like last week I would have said Malcolmore. Um but what like I'm legit talking to my laptop like you guys are sitting in front of me. Let me. <laughs> anyway, um but it's like let's say he let's say he was like, you know what? Y'all are right, fuck it. I quit rap. I'm not gonna rap anymore. Then he'll then people will say oh he just puts it on and takes it off whenever he feels like it mm-hmm. so it's like they can't he can't win for losing nope. and it's like there's nothing and i know people in chicago who do a lot of work with him and he does a lot of like under under the tape not under the table but like under. like like he does the work under right. under the under off the spotlight right. out of the spotlight he does the work and he's involved with organizations that are on the grounds doing the work um but if he was to say that, 
he would get shit for it. He's not saying it. He's getting shit for it. Yeah, I remember when he won that Grammy over Kendrick and he texted him and uh cuz everybody was I mean, I'm sure everyone was in his mentions that night like you yeah. fucking white blah blah blah, you stole this shit, da 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 da. And he even gave a, his his it was his speech was kind of like a Dale speech when she beat Beyoncé was like right. I don't deserve this over your out. Your album was better than mine. This is I know this is bullshit. I don't I mean I'm I'm taking the award. I don't know what else to say, but right. we both know this is because I'm white, you know, essentially. And then he even texted him was like, "Man, you were robbed." Da da da. And people were like mad that he screenshotted the text and sent it out. They were mad at that part, not like I'm like, well, I, it's not like he's touchdown dancing on Kendrick, and he's like people are acting like he's sending out and then went, but secretly fuck Kendrick, like. He, yeah. I think he was sending out like, "Hey guys, all y'all oxen free, call off the dogs." I'm, I, I agree with I, you. Y'all are right. The shit is whack. He should have won. I don't understand why the fuck he, he didn't win too. And it's also kind of a huge statement for somebody who just won this award to be throwing it back into that industry's face. Like, yeah, this award was wrong. You know what I mean? Like, anyway he just got all the shit for it like there was no right way for it and then and ultimately i think what people really want to happen is for white people not to get the lift for doing shit that black people do that and we get admonished for but individual white people can't stop that no they can't of like it's bigger than them so Mm -hmm. whether uh whether it's a kardashian whether it's macklemore whether it's Katy perry whether it's whoever if a white person is doing some shit that black people do they will always get more props for it and it'll always be that it's gonna be that way forever and all we get to do is really be mad about it and that's and that's you know ultimately i don't defend any of it or argue with people about it because sometimes all we got is our anger and it's not gonna do anything like us being mad about that shit the only thing it can do is maybe make them less cool and then people will stop fucking with them yeah, but or that's about the it. Ones who who you you want to support? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because this since Richie Dallins, they've been remaking, you know, mm-hmm. black folks' music and putting white faces on it. It's just always been that way, and I, I I and I don't say that to be defeatist. I'm just saying that white people will always support someone that looks like them doing shit that they think is cool, right? Which is usually some ethnic shit. That's just that's just the way it's always been, and we can only get so mad about it because it's not going to stop. Right. It's just it's not going to stop. That's what I did. I just I mean at this point it's more self protection, you know. So, uh, you know that's that's all it's about for me. I'm just like, all right, cool. Let's uh, um, you know, like I'm gonna take what I can, but I can't control that cultural appropriation shit. I can't control like and also ultimately the worst part about all of it is because who they're selling to which is really other white people they don't it don't matter you know what I mean like it don't even matter that we mad like the most we can do is make somebody not cool that's all the only power we really have is to be like well fuck Iggy Azalea and then eventually white people will be like well if black people don't like her I don't want to get caught liking her and that's the only thing we got because there's never works when the person isn't talented do you know what i mean yeah. like 
it only works for an Iggy Azalea. It wouldn't work for an Eminem. Right. So like we could all be like fuck Eminem, but we can't front on the fact that Eminem can actually rap. Like he's he's good at what he does. But then I also know that Eminem could not come out in 2017. Right. No, there'd be no. no there would be no Slim Shady. Yep. Um but yeah, you know, to me it's like I don't really concern. It's I, you know what uh like that bill Marsh shit uh and you saw all those black people come out of woodwork to defend his right to have a job and to be like well i understand people are mad but he shouldn't lose his show and shit like that i don't understand i just decided i will never be on the front lines of some shit like that before Mm-mm. but again like period because it's it's normally pointless because nobody really gets canceled no they like don't. i feel awkward for them i feel bad for them you know but it's just very rare that somebody truly doesn't come back or doesn't just like go away for a little bit and then themselves and come back on another platform yeah all the like can't hashtag cancel so-and-so party and hashtag so-and-so's canceled it's like a momentary pr flap and then just back to just normal like but do you know what though mm -hmm. do you know who does get canceled and who does catch the rack for it Mm -hmm. the rack okay who catches wreck for it it's 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 the black artist mm. when we can't when a black artist is canceled they suffer for it mm. when a white person is quote-unquote canceled they they don't that's why i'm very that's why i don't say anything like i i'm very very um as time goes on especially via social media i just don't say anything i have no comment unless it's a general comment about what's being like like I commented on Bill Maher because the way that he packaged that 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 statement bothered me because of the historical context because of how people view has sort of uh, uh, romanticize being in the house versus the slave or uh, being mm. in the field that's what I focused on but I know that he's not going to lose his job I know that it's not going to happen because white people don't give a fuck enough for it to affect them and for mm. it to affect his job so there's no point in saying it but you know who would get canceled Larry Wilmore would get canceled yeah. they would take him off the air I guess you know it's something else you said earlier about people being talented too um, all the black people that are on are, are actually talented so like that's a, like even even the black people don't really get canceled Larry Wilmore has four jobs now you know what I mean like it's I, I say it to be like to say it like um i don't no, we we didn't cancel him like we yeah. didn't do that they yeah. we, they did that they took night the nightly show off the air right but i'm thinking about like people like uh for instance lovey mm-hmm. ha- if lovey was just depending on us meaning mm-hmm. black folk to earn her coin quote unquote and to 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 to, to to be successful she would have been canceled mm. but she doesn't depend on that right. do you understand what i'm saying that's the issue that i'm starting to have with all this cancellation and fire and get rid of people i just i just can't care anymore yeah i just i just think, I just think it's supposed to hurt i just think in general is pretty much meaningless though like even with black artists and shit like just motherfuckers don't get canceled man i i mean even these like these cases like like lovey she won't be canceled um you know and i mean it's chicken or egg shit because it's almost like would you have said that shit if 
um yeah, you, you know. know what i mean then you would probably yeah. be like well i'm not about to fucking bite the hand that feeds me but like i just i don't know man i i read so much shit and maybe it's cut for the show but i read so many articles where i'm like wait didn't that person fuck up really badly and you know i you know who i saw in a, a, one of these white people news articles the fat jew do you remember him i don't know if y'all kept up with this oh god i but remember the name but I thought he, was- he almost had a comedy central show except they found out he plagiarized jokes from social media he just stole them put his put his at fat the fat jew on the meme or mm. on the tweet and took all the credit for it that was what he was doing they found out about this uh stealing in comedy is an unforgivable sin it is one of the like the lowest thing you can do he's he's in an article this week uh he was doing a promotion for an event uh yeah he caused a stir in new york city celebrating national rose day with a parade of gospel singers a giant wine bottle and a salmon pink cruiser nobody gets canceled the fat jew is nobody like he's not you know what i mean like he's not bill maher he's not even larry wilmore he's not like he's not even a household name if i walked into a a place and went y'all guys know the fat jew they'd be like first of all you're racist get the fuck out but (laughs) second but second of all they'd be like who who the fuck is that it just really feels like and and maybe that's just the way i'm feeling now but everybody kind of finds a way to survive all this shit so i don't have as much trepidation about them as i used to because i'm like well then something else will happen and you'll be fine because there's always i feel like there's one if you can make people money and if you have talent or whatever there's just always somebody somewhere like i just don't give a fuck about that shit like but people are mad because of this i don't care do you want to write this book like do you want to be on this tv show like they'll spin that into and, something even like oh they don't like you cool they'll like, tune in to hate you know but, but here's one of the things that i've been thinking about uh over the course of the last few months at what point is it enough mm. at what point do we do we and i and i don't mean this in a oh we've got bigger fish to fry type thing but uh, we have other fish sometimes right mm-hmm. as in I just cannot be so concerned about some dude that's already a millionaire losing his job because he's not really losing his job. Mm-hmm. And he's going to say some dumb shit. He's been saying dumb shit. And I just don't watch. Like, I watch clips on when somebody, like, when it comes down the timeline, mm-hmm. but I don't watch his show. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing I feel like I can do, which is just not support it with my time or my money because I know they're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I, I just I get really tired because I feel like like every every day literally every day there's something else that somebody did that everyone's upset about until the next thing that somebody does that gets everybody upset and I think that this this these last few months since November like my anxiety is so, is so trapped in like this Trump shit that I just was like I'm just like I don't, I need my health care. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mm. want to dismiss what people are concerned about, but I personally just can't have, just don't have the, the, the bandwidth for it. Yeah, I think um, that's just the cycle of humanity, though. Like, we are now, like, psychic. You know? Like, with social media, this is the closest we have to, like, Jean Grey's powers in the X-Men, where we can read everybody's mind at the same time, and yes, we can't sir. really shut it off. Mm-mm. So, I feel like we're all kind of uh affected by that and i think we're just seeing this the patterns play out people are always going to be 
upset about something and there's always going to be people who are upset that those people are upset there's always going to be people who are like but i'm not upset and you guys are tripping over nothing and i'm being very dismissive of y'all's upset there's going to be the people that are like i just ain't got time because such and such is happening like all that shit is just humanity and we are just absorbing more and more aware of of more and more of people's opinions and feelings than we ever had before i don't know that there's ever been an adjustment for it i feel like we hear too much about how being behind a computer screen it just takes away people's humanity and i'm like i think it's the opposite yeah i i I feel like if i was in a room in a cafeteria and there were a hundred people in there the people at my table are the only people whose thoughts and concerns i know right you wouldn't see everybody if it's the internet i know a hundred people's fucking thoughts and concerns yeah. and they know mine like it's 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 different i don't know how we adjust for it but part of it for me anyway is i'm starting to realize uh, how feckless a lot of this is where it's just like mm-hmm. y- you know what like y'all are mad at lovey today I, but because of what i do for a living i know for a fact in a week y'all won't be nearly as mad as you are now mm-hmm. you might be slightly annoyed when you hear her name you right. might be yeah. like i'm not gonna get her book but you probably weren't gonna get her book like you might be that like you might be you know what i mean like you got your you got you were able to grandstand you were able to promote your brand you were able to like do all your stuff off of it but get your 100 tweet thread on right but at the end of the day and everybody's guilty of this is not no exception i'm not not discounting me or anybody everyone does it but um and and like i said it could be because of what we do for a living i look at events happen people siphon attention off of those events mm-hmm. then the event then another event has to happen and then people go move on to that but in the in in the in the like the in the general like uh flow of time or whatever they're all kind of blips on the radar the only thing that to me feels different is that things now are forever that didn't used to be forever like Correct. before we had google before we had wikipedia before we could just search your tweets before like there used to be a time where it was just kind of like did Katy perry do and my souls are not like her what did she do i don't remember right. yeah anyway the new song is jamming i think before you know? that too by the time we got the information it had already passed Right. I think that the way that 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 the information is passed around is so quickly that like literally minutes after something happens, a million people know about it, right. and a million people react to it immediately. Right. And I think that 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 lack of distance between the thing that happened and how you feel about it mm-hmm. is crucial. And 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 I'm I think that I'm just I'm concerned about the lack of of space right. between the for instance, a lot of times I've, I've seen who was it? I, I can't remember what happened. Something happened, and there was there was there was wrong information going around, and yep. people were getting outraged over the wrong information. I'm like, you have every right to be upset, but this thing that you're upset about is not actually what happened, or what was said, the, or what was what he meant by or, or what was meant. But if you say that, if you say, right. you know what, I don't think he meant it that way, then you're caping then mm-hmm. it's you that they turn on and that just to me is just i feel like it's just it's just well you know so dangerous the worst thing to me because even i like you know 50 50 on that because sometimes it is niggas being like uh they didn't mean it that way and you're like they absolutely meant yeah. it that way and then because like and then sometimes it like you said it's completely bad information mm-hmm. Nicki minaj when people were saying she she paid for her brother's defense and all this shit and you're like 
and she and she bailed him out of jail and you find out like she actually didn't right she like but she that did. that that other the correction does not spread like the wildfire that right she uh wouldn't pay for her her uh brother to get out of get out on bail and then more importantly people don't want to let go of the anger that they had even with yeah. the wrong information so they don't even go back and go retroactively okay i don't know why i was you know i was fucked up for that i'm not i should not be coming for her on that because you can't erase the negative emotions you spent and that you have every time you see her name now so it's almost too late um this morning was a great example of that tina shea thing tina shea there's a quote going around it was grapevine.com who was quoting the article that she uh, interview she did with a completely other publication right okay um when you see the quote that they that, that they took a screenshot and they're promoting this quote and you see the quote and the quote looks like uh and the way they framed it is basically uh she's saying black people didn't accept her and that's why her music is not why she's not getting the spot she deserves because you either team beyonce or you team rihanna and that's exactly how it was promoted and she was basically being like there's colorism in 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 the community and shit like that like the way they chopped up the quote and everything it was just tailor-made for like let's go on social media and let's 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 roast her and let's argue about and let's talk about colorism and shit and i saw the first quote and i made a joke because you know that's what i do um (laughs) but i made a joke and the joke was like um uh it was something like uh tina says black people don't accept her but it's just because we don't know nobody knows who she is or something like because nobody listens to her music or something mm-hmm. you know uh, uh, basically implying that her music is just not popular and that that like we're not it's not that we don't accept her we don't know her right, right? Mm-hmm. um but then um dar m wilson who you know co-host uh mm-hmm. twib uh she was like is is this a joke or this or are you being serious i was like no nah, it's, it's a joke like right come on yeah, I'm not serious. uh and it because uh, I, I really don't do the i wasn't cool in high school debate like if that's <laughs> your experience as a black person i'm not gonna take that away from you i didn't experience it right. i hope you don't harbor a grudge against black people your whole life right um all right so then um you know dar's like well she said that that was in high school and stuff i was like the quote i saw didn't even mention anything about high school right i said unless there's another quote or something but obviously i just saw a screenshot on social media so right. now i'm like let me go find the original article because that's the kind of shit that i do like to know right. i go read the article everything in context i don't have any fucking problem with anything she said like her experience and how she it was like four or five different answers one of them was about her she's only 24 number one but one of them was like her experience in high school she felt like she was kind of outcast from uh black culture and white culture because okay. she's mixed race okay um a and, lot of people go through that right and and honestly i i you know like that's if that's her experience i'm not gonna argue i hate right. when people argue something i don't have no. your maybe that was what happened i don't know mm-hmm. you know i don't know yeah but the, i'm not trying to 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 uh discount your experience right right but that wasn't a that wasn't an answer about her music like that had nothing to do with her music another question that she answered was about the um about basically trying to get on as r&b a black r&b artist she was like as black r&b artists they're trying to like people don't want to support two different women at the same time so they want to be you're either team rihanna or team beyonce they don't want you to just be like i like rihanna and beyonce and she was talking about her cousin in high school and and how this was going back to that to that period of time and that's how her experiences in high school where people were like 
uh oh you like so-and-so well you can't like this other person right you know and she was like it kind of gets erased in it so her colorism answer had nothing to do with beyonce and rihanna and her uh, and her team rihanna team beyonce thing was just more about people and fans in general trying to pit women against each other right i and i agree and understand both of those things the quote i saw was colorism in the black community and you either team rihanna you team beyonce and people were running with it being like are you trying to say light-skinned women don't get ahead in uh the game i noticed you picked rihanna and beyonce because they black women and you white and black so you trying i see what you do and it's like she didn't actually do any of that shit mm-hmm. People were ready to go guns ablazing. Well, they were going guns ablazing. Right. I was just reading the time like I don't even know what's going on, but they were. Right. But you know, I make it a I make it a point to either go back and 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 find whatever threads that I was going off on and correct myself and say I was wrong or I thought or whatever. And sometimes if I'm arguing with somebody about something and I find out I'm wrong, I will find that person and at them and tell them I was wrong because I just don't like the way that things sort of just explode and then people walk away from 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 the wreckage like nothing like, ever happened like nothing happened mm-hmm. like it's like it's like the end of Django where the kitchen's <laughs> burning behind them and and they're just like oh well on to the next that shit bothers me because you've destroyed somebody you've right. you've 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 taken you've screenshot screenshot no whoops mm screenshotted whatever you've captured an image of somebody and you put it out there so now thousands of people are are going in on this person and then it turns out that you were wrong or you didn't get the context of it and then that's just it this person's life is done and you just walking away i can't well everybody everybody has a brand now Mm. like everybody's social media is their own brand now you know and part of a lot of people's strategy as brand managers is never apologize never say you were wrong never go back and correct it you know like especially if the people who mostly spend time on their brand like talking down to their people that follow them and shit like what y'all need to do and this is your faves and it's like you're constantly lecturing everybody like those people never correct shit you know because that might make them look quote-unquote weak in there you know like so but yeah i mean i also uh i approach things interrupt you one of the things that i hate too is when something when somebody uses something to piggyback off of to promote their own agenda i hate that's the shit that drives me up a wall you know that's not what they said you Mm -hmm. know that's not what they meant but you've got an agenda you've got a brand you've got you know an image uh, 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 on social media that you need to further and you're using somebody's situation that you know you've misread and misheard and you're counting on other people not doing the work to find the source to make your point i can't stand that that's happened to me so many times and i do fucking hate that i've I blocked people behind that because i just would notice like oh you just alley-oop into a whole bunch of other people that has nothing to do with me and you don't even care what the context was but um all that to say like people have their brand and i think because my communication is mostly to be understood and to understand that i i I normally don't fall into those pitfalls because i'm like well what did you mean by that let me go see what is the context of that because because to me when i hear somebody say something just like whoa what the fuck i I immediately go well what would cause somebody to say that 
right you know what i mean like sometimes even um things that seem like egregious like we did um in the wake of that bill maher stuff orlando jones had a long ass rant on facebook about black people not needing to be mad about other shit not bill maher and fuck that shit and uh you know y'all want them to take the confederate flag down i hope they leave it up and all this shit and i was like what is what what happened and we were on the air live and i was like investigating being like oh okay he had this tweet taken where it seemed like he was trying to make a joke or it was taken out of context a little bit people roasted the fuck out of him mm. he must have got mad insecure got mad at black people went and wrote made this video but this video is essentially him clapping back quote unquote at the people that roasted him right. that like there's a whole thing that has to happen before orlando jones just picks up his fucking phone and decides i'm going crazy on black people today that if it seems out of character it probably is probably is you know what i mean it doesn't say it doesn't mean that uh this like oh well now that i know what this is uh i can't be mad or you gotta forgive him. I, I don't even mean any of that i just want to know why it happened because there's always a fucking why but sometimes we divorce people from why we get mad at each other and then we stop seeing the yeah. beauty in each other and we stop seeing the humanity yeah. in each other and we just become like things that we can alley-oop off each other and shit and that yeah it does it does matter when that happens you know i hate to see it happen but it happens all the time and i try to understand that that's human too yes you know what i mean because uh people do yeah. rage out and they do want to have things they can be mad at that they think they can control and whatnot but back to the to the original thing i just don't think people can cancel anyone yeah. i just don't think i think we think we have way more power than we do you know that's we, true you that's just true. can't you that's think absolutely true you know we you keep think you got a blue check mark and you right. know seventy five thousand followers uh, uh, uh on social media and that gives you some sort of power and i and i see people power tripping off that right off that battery all the time mm-hmm. where you see you know you can you you can tell by how they're structuring their tweets that they're hoping that this is going to get them on buzzfeed right. or get them mm-hmm. you know on huffington post or something as the person who did the thing that got the other person whatever and it's exactly what you said it's that lack of humanity it's forgetting the fact that there are people who exist beyond or behind the thing that you're against like the whole tinashe tinashe thing i just found out googling her during the show that she's half african she's half zimbabwean Mm -hmm. zim so that to me uh uh shows me what her perspective could possibly be had she said what it is that people were accusing her of saying right you know what i'm saying like people don't do that they act like like people's personal histories should be and can be divorced from their perspective and nobody woke and i say this all the time you didn't wake up woke you you did not you learned somebody taught you something at some point you were like oh shit i don't know this let me go find out you probably did it quietly good for you but you learned you didn't Mm -hmm. come out the womb a hundred percent on something so somebody slips up you gotta look at the at the place that they were you can't be like oh i always knew that that so and so was problematic he's seven right he's literally seven years right. old like, <laughs> how did you always know right Do you know what i mean like i just i just feel like there, there's this space that we have that, that we've again we've forgotten the fact that beyond behind the acts are people with right. histories and 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 and, and hangups and fucked up shit that's happened to them that's valid that doesn't excuse 
but gives a reason for. And yeah. I think that those reasons need to be taken into account sometimes. I think. Sorry, I don't mean to go off. Not, I'm holding mm-hmm. this all in. I'm not trying to get canceled. It's all good. It's like, <laughs> um, like I said, ten, ten, the first thing I read in that article was that she was 24 you know exactly. the yeah, article was young. talking about how she had struggled and all this shit and i'm like i'm not saying she didn't struggle but she is also 24 and mm-hmm. exactly the number one under undercurrent from all the stuff that i read about her was mostly she feels she's one of those people that kind of has that ego where she feels like i should be bigger than i am and a lot of people have that yeah they do you know what i mean there's a lot of shit and most okay. people i would say most people have some level of i should be getting more recognition than i am mm-hmm. but the thing about that recognition shit and like bossy was saying about the twitter followers and all that attention dog you can have i know people with hundreds of thousands of twitter followers that's broke come on you know exactly. what i mean like it's yeah. just it's not real power it's not like it's a type of power it's but not. it's not real power it's not it's kind of like an illusion and it especially if it feeds your ego and it makes you like feel like you're such a big exactly. bad person and shit um it really will you can get humbled real quick because it doesn't mean anything for the most part um with uh when i started yeah sorry but when i when i started like really looking at the people who i found were always in the middle of something when i started looking at the 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 the, the, at the at the tweets that weren't about those things i saw so many lonely people Mm -hmm. i'm like okay you've been you're not you're you're not um you're not what's the word i'm trying to say what am i trying to say your 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 presence here feels like there's another reason behind it and for me that's always because i know when a couple years ago eight years ago on twitter I had a mental breakdown, like literally ended up in the hospital, but I didn't know that's what was going on, but I was tweeting crazy. Like I was just saying dumb shit mm. and I, and I didn't understand, um, or no one really, it wasn't a big enough platform back then for people to really like cancel me or like right. go in on me or whatever. But I recognize that for myself. So I can always tell, I was like, there's something else going on with this person. And that person is using it because they've got a bunch of followers, a bunch of followers who aren't looking at them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're not looking at them. They're just gassing them up so that they can drop them. Eventually the same people who are pushing you to say fucked up shit and gross them and you know, drag her, all that stuff. They're not gonna be there when they actually drag you. Right. They're gonna be gone. Or they're, they're gonna be on. Be they're gonna be on the they're other gonna be side. Dragging you too. They're gonna be on the other side telling people they yes. to drag you, and I never liked her anyway. And I all never that shit. liked her. I only followed her because I just wanted to see what she was saying. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I remember, I, there was a, a woman who uh, was pretty prominent on Twitter, and she had, had this big old kerfuffle, and um, you know, and and in the and in the the light of that she did look petty and somewhat wrong she had like issued an apology and all this shit and i remember when she was going through that i like had did like i had basically said like look i see everybody's making like a big ass deal about like i'm gonna unfollow her and she canceled and all this shit and i was like i'm not but only because i remember when we used to be on here to making jokes about all kinds of shit i remember when this was like yeah. like i i'm not gonna pretend to be holier than thou 
because i know that that's not like it's not true and i know that y'all mostly know that most of her shit is good right so y'all so right now it's like the fat of the day is to like rail against her and there's a whole lot of i never liked that bitch anyway people coming out of the woodwork and all that shit but end of the day she'll be fine y'all will be fine everybody like like this this is ultimately in this course of life it won't mean much and that's kind of how a lot of yeah. stuff is with so like honestly with too much stuff like i honestly wish people had the power sometimes that they think they did because maybe things would change but there's a reason that Charlemagne's not canceled and never getting canceled even mm-hmm. though he pisses off black twitter every other week he won't he, like that should tell you something about the lack of power while yeah. people feel so powerful it's like that dude's gonna be be rich and famous and all that shit and y'all can hate on him and talk shit about him forever it's yeah. never gonna stop him some other shit's gonna like he had to do a crime or some shit to be stopped like right just yeah. having an opinion and talking is never he's never gonna get stopped or canceled nope. and that should tell you something about you know the lack of power people feel the lack of what that canceling shit means but it should also i hopefully embolden people to to kind of be more honest and truthful and live more fully because they they really can't do shit to you Mm. you know what i mean like they really they can't do shit to you man like i'm not gonna stop telling the truth here really know that i feel like 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 intuitively logically you know that right there's a there's a part of you that's afraid that they could do something to you right of course and, and, like wh- while we're on the subject uh you were playing scissor is this scissor scissor yeah is that how you say that scissor mm-hmm. somebody pulled out a tweet of of something she said that was homophobic like seven years ago right. and i was like isn't she like 21 right so seven years ago she was like 15 you can't do that like right. i'm sorry y'all need to stop going back seven eight, 10, 15 years and using that to, 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 uh, uh, to, to, to frame your critique of somebody in the present time. You've got to give people space to grow. And I feel like for the most part, everybody does. See, that's the thing. The vocal people, they'll talk that shit, but you know what? Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you what really like nailed this shit for me. Bernie Sanders, like not just Bernie Sanders, but like, the people that were energized by bernie sanders that were like extremely rude racist dismissive even the black people that were like really mean to other black people because they just disagree with them politically and suddenly we start blaming each other and all that shit and it's like on now that that's quote unquote over i know it's still going on with some people but let's just say over the election Mm -hmm. all that squibbling all that squabbling for what all your broken friendships for what yep all your all your all that animosity you feel towards other black people for what because because honestly none of y'all had the power to change anything it wasn't our fault in the first place so now we're blaming each other for something that's not our fault trying to fix something that we can't fix and mad at each other because we don't agree on the best solution to fix it while we're both like-minded towards trying to fix it you know when i saw like (laughs) the thing that happened to me this year that was it was laughably it was it was sad but it made me laugh because it was so sad but when black socialist twitter was all in my mentions for a couple of days and they was mad at me because i was just being like yeah well y'all never gonna get socialism so ever i like i don't know why you pissed at me i'm not mr Ant- i'm not stopping y'all i'm not 
call me whatever you want to call me neo capitalist plutocrat whatever i can't stop it and i can't start it i can't make the economy work i can't change i can't go in there and make it happen overnight being mean to me is not gonna change it's not gonna change the thing you really want to fix which is that you're not happy with the state of things right and and being and i am a blip on the radar compared to the thing you say you want to get over and if and if you can't get past my tweets you can't get past a black oh person God. disagreeing okay. you're not gonna overhaul the economy like i'm the i'm i'm the asshole i didn't spend all day fighting with y'all like i was just blocking left and right and they were just that's why i never liked this motherfucker just a goddamn hillary by hillary stand you obama you black people this and i'm like i hope y'all feel better about that or whatever but literally you arguing about this on twitter against me today it didn't change or improve anyone's life it didn't right. no no economy thing got passed no senator got called no mm-hmm. no uh referendum was held no voting registration happened no voter drive happened no they're not ex- about that work like i don't i'm not even saying they're not about that work i just want to be clear this is not about me dissing them okay. i'm saying even with your righteous anger it's not accomplishing shit okay. we're all just mad you know what i mean we're just mad i'm trying to get away from i'm mad at this part this these people this group and i want to uh i want to go in and battle this person i don't have that in me Mm -mm, i don't like like i know especially good people i'm sorry but just because we disagree doesn't necessarily make you a bad person i know that that's not the popular opinion anymore but there's a lot of people that i'm like i i have love for that person but we don't see things eye to eye in this topic and you know what that's fine that's how life is supposed to work right maybe their solution is better than mine and i just don't know yet we're all on a fucking like we're we're all on this like arc so we don't know maybe in five years i'll be like oh okay so it was, it was that simple that's what we need to do well, well now i'm about this and maybe in five years they'll be like oh i see what you're saying i don't know you know what i mean i'm just trying not to write people off that aren't like being openly like anti you know like if you're not just sitting around being like i hate black people trans people uh gay people i hate like if you're not just doing that then there's some room in my heart to see to see you and be like dog maybe we can coexist at the minimum like i don't know why that's so hard to do and i think with our show and that with my fucking existence i've always had a nexus of people that are like cool with me right where i'm like we don't necessarily agree on everything but you, there's an element in me that you recognize and vice versa and we're able to, to to be cool with you coming from this way different perspective i don't know why it's so hard for other people to do that but it is i i just think that i think that it's it's people's inability to and this sounds so self-helpy but I feel like when it, when you're unable to allow yourself certain things, you're even less so to do so for other people. Right. You know what I mean? Like if if you're static and 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 aren't really moving forward in one aspect of your life, I can see people. I can see how you're sort of railing against that in somebody else mm. because you're not going to beat up yourself. You're not going to do that for yourself. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, maybe you caught me on a day. Maybe my period's coming. I don't know. But today I'm just yeah. sensitive. Like everybody's, everybody's hurting, and we just need yes. to love that, each that's other. a true statement. I, I I really do feel like that. And me and Roger have talked about that a lot. A lot of the anger, a lot of the 
visceral reaction towards every single solitary thing that's happened it all stems back to hurt and pain and anger be it be it whatever be it you mad about black people dying in the street you mad about you know uh uh uh, uh all you know your school system may have uh redid the schooling districts you mad about you like you're mad and hurt about something that you cannot control so what do you do you go at things that you think you can't control but the reality is you can't control yeah. those things either but you right. think you can Absolutely. and it's a temporary thing to make you feel we better take, we take it out on the people Absolutely. around us right you know that Absolutely. was that was the and thing I, I was saying about the facebook group stuff that was like i said it drug me down not because people are quote unquote bad people mm-hmm. but because people are human and I don't want to be over moderating someone's interactions. I don't want to be over. I don't want to have to see that you don't like so and so, and they don't like you, and you ain't never like that bitch. And she need to go. And mm-hmm. why can't we get this? What's wrong with the group? Like I don't need to see it nope. because it's a negative. It's it's such negative energy. And I want to allow y'all to have the space to be fully fleshed human beings where you can be positive, negative, whatever. I don't want to know if someone doesn't fucking like me, and it's just nothing I can do about it. Like. I didn't I I like that's I'm fine not knowing that right and I don't know if people necessarily relate to that but it's like I don't like being in a position where I have to deal with that kind of shit mm-hmm. um so it's that kind of thing where I'm like uh I see it more like yes people are hurting when I go to the basketball court and there's some dude who's like angry and fouling everybody and yelling and shit I'm always thinking like so what's up in his life that he ended up here acting a fool yeah trying to get yeah. people's respect in this place like what is right. lacking because it's not that's not healthy exactly to navigate life that way so how did you exactly. get here and it's, and i wish that people were would would, would allow themselves to say that right. because right. a lot of these like going back to like like twitter rants or threads a lot of it would just be summed up and my dad left when i was seven and he kept saying he was gonna do blah 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 and so this da 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 so now when somebody says men are trash i'm trying to speak from a philosophical academic standpoint but it is coming from a personal space and that's okay because right. right now when people come from a personal space people want to dismiss it when it's just as valid in constructing your ideology as anything else your yep. personal affects your politics. It always has been. Right. But for some reason, lately, it, it, it's like you can't do that. You can't admit that there's a personal slant or bent to the reason why you feel or believe something. Right. Yeah. Unless it's religious. And then it's done in a way that's right. not even... Right. Uh, 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 it's not even personal. They think it's personal when it's really ideolo- uh, ideology right. from right. religion. Yeah, it's that, yeah, that's like, so that's kind of the feeling I get. But like I said, I've, in order to kind of cope with that, I've had to take the long view of some things. And like I said, man, nobody gets canceled. There are people that have done unforgivable, reprehensible shit that I'm, every day I'm like, huh, that person's still around, making a living. Like, I'll give you another example. And this is something we probably can all relate to because we black. Kathy Griffin crying. I was like, you're not really canceled, Kathy Griffin. You still a white woman in America. Like, I know you feel bad. They came down on you really hard for this. They, in a way that they would not have for a white man, in a way that, you know, for a comedian is pretty unfair. I mean, Secret Service coming to your house, like, you really was going to kill the press. Like, come on. 
but at the same time when she was crying talking about i lost my career and shit i'm like no no no, kathy griffin i know you can't feel it right now because you're in pain yeah you're gonna be okay because you're they just they can't cancel anybody nobody gets canceled we celebrate certain tiny victories like oh tim the tool man that jerk dude lost his show he'll be back they yeah. always come back. Paula Dean, we the got off the he air. He had a second show to start with after that horrible home improvement. Yeah. Proved that he's going to be back. Paula Dean. And that show was there for like eight years. Paula Dean. Paula she, Dean. She yeah. fine. Uh, the, what is the fucking crazy dude that did? He, um, oh my, Glenn Beck. He's fine. Bill O'Reilly. He's fine. Nobody yeah. gets canceled, dog. It's just, it, you know, even, um, Nate Parker will be fine. Yes, he will. Nate Parker who we everybody is okay oh that no he'll never work again somebody won't give a fuck yeah it just takes one person with some money and some opportunity to not give a fuck you know fucking in a uh colin kaepernick will actually be fine colin kaepernick that's the hottest button like these white people do not fuck with colin kaepernick da 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 something will happen he'll be fine whether it's in football or not correct you know well, what yeah, i mean it's clear it's clear that that that, that uh and I, I was talking about this on facebook today kaepernick is on the right side of history so right. history is going to remind remember him kindly right. so in like two maybe three years people are going to be like oh we should listen to him and he'll be he'll be back in, right. in a way that he that, that would be bigger had he stayed in football right I, he said yeah, something he said something two or three years ago um he got injured and he was having trouble gaining weight so that he could play again and they were interviewing him and it was before the season and me and justin read this article it's it's real innocuous but he basically just said like man what being hurt taught me is i'll be fine without football like like this is not life and death this shit and this before he got all woke and shit um before he was dating that girl any of that shit he was just like it just taught me that football ain't everything like life goes on whether you play football or not and that's kind of like that's that freedom and that power i was talking about when i was like i hope seeing that people can't really be canceled i hope that shit get emboldens people and gives them power to like to to live righteously and to, to like to speak up when they think something's fucked up like rather than to just be like uh you know i'm gonna go with the flow because because a lot of times they really can't do shit to you dog like you know like it's just you won't be popular on social media for a bit but it'll be but if especially if you're on the right side of history you'll be fine but even if people fuck up man they always come back and and every time i'm like there they go again so anyway that was a huge tangent but uh, i love it i I, I feel i feel cleansed yeah like i've been holding stuff back for months so i appreciate this so tangent or not i needed this well i know you you uh i think especially for creatives comedians are like this too there is a almost irrational fear of backlash um because it's the one thing it's the nightmare it is the nightmare but i don't know i just think andrew dice clay guy can't andrew dice clay is back how did that happen he wasn't even funny when he was when he was when he was on we were like he wasn't funny motherfucker i just thought i wasn't old enough to get it and then i went back and was like no no he just was not funny got canceled he back doing shit with woody allen yes Mm -hmm. he back he got a he got a whole 
Woody Allen didn't leave. Woody I Allen didn't he, even leave. Oh, he never left the room, baby. Woody Allen didn't even. He's like, I mm. refuse to leave. Uh, he just he just moved to the back of the room behind the chair. He was like, oh, I hide here for a little bit. Roman Polanski. <laughs> Roman Polanski left, but his movies are back. Yeah, he, he <laughs> yeah he left in FedEx his shit. Like I just I don't know, man. Just I I try to remember that when I see something, especially when it's somebody I I really like either like or empathize with i'm always like yeah but i guess in a week or two it'll be fine you know because it's people's attention span is short people underestimate how how quickly literally how quickly people move on to whatever the next thing is it's really one of the reasons like i said when i do feel somebody fucked up it's one of the reasons i don't rush in to defend them because most of the time i end up being vindicated on the back end because it's like one what they did wasn't that egregious two yeah. you niggas are still fucking with them so y'all really did all that histrionics and don't da 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 and then you still end up fucking with them mm-hmm. and especially if they black black people gonna always end up fucking with them if they black and you used to like them you gonna like them again because some white person gonna yeah. do something fucked up to them that's how it always works like y'all people will be like I don't fuck with I don't fuck with Chimamanda if some racist person say something like everybody gonna be back it's 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 with the fucked up thing about blackness kind of is like there's some battles we never gonna let go because it's like yeah uh what you not gonna do like that's family and they fucked up but what you not gonna do is blank you know and i'm not saying all black people Mm -mm. but i've seen people that are like um fuck so-and-so they did they said this thing and it was fucked up about uh women or something right like how you gonna diss black women blah 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 but let somebody go on a daily show and call trevor noah a nigger we'll be right back to like but look i I don't stand for him okay but but like like we'll do that shit and then it'll be a whole bunch of right uh that's how people are man so anyway we messy human beings um this is a very different episode of the show um i'm not even gonna do (laughs) guest erase yes i love Um, having bicey on this remind me of uh, for those of you who uh, uh, diss too much, y'all, you know, y'all got a, a, a chance to <laughs> to see how they feel about things. I don't even have my sound effect up, but I do have to do sword ratchetness. We cannot end uh, the show without talking about these swords. And no, it's the skir- a serious thing. Yeah, and when we come next week, guys, we'll be refreshed. Um, we will. And uh, I, I think there will be some shows missed next week. I'm not 100% sure which shows, but there will be shows missed next week. Yes, it will. Um anyway uh tenant attacks a landlord with a sword after a scuffle wow a minor scuffle over a power cut in his house a tenant stabbed landlord with a sword in Nehru nagar the incident took place late on saturday night when the accused akshay alias bahura uh got into a fight with his 34 year old landlord pankaj wait pankaj ahiriwar okay uh resident of of course we all know rasta cobb baggage you know in the took a notch area Hmm. no okay all right (laughs) uh police claimed there was a power outage in the house and akshay thought his landlord pankaj cut the uh power out uh he started to shout at pankaj and the flight the fight escalated to such an extent that akshay went inside his house and took out a sword and attacked Pankaj. His family members and the neighbors rushed him to MY Hospital as he was, uh, he had sustained serious injuries on his torso. His condition was stated to be critical. Pankaj's wife, 
Pooja told the police that Akshay was a short-tempered person and always took the sword out in his house and scared people away after a fight akshay has been living as a tenant in our house for some time now he claims he gets possessed spiritually by god the goddess durga durga okay and hundreds of people come to worship him every day does he claim that or does that happen mm-hmm. i want like that you know what i mean the part about right. getting obviously he claims he gets possessed but the hundreds of people coming that's either happening or that's not happening correct uh akshay thought that he was turned off the he had we had turned off the light in his house and so he got furious uh he and i mean she and others had also called police to settle the matter at night um and the cops had made akshay understand that pankaj had done nothing wrong however after some time they again fought with each other so basically they were like he cut my power out they called the police the police explained he didn't cut the power out the power just out for everybody or whatever the fuck and then he was like okay that's cool then they left and he was like man then they cut my power out um yeah! police yeah, ha- why can't you let the whole block is out get my sword police have arrested the accused <laughs> in the matter a case under relevant sections has been registered against him as uh said teresh sony mig police station in charge Mm-mm-mm. yep the power get cut out and now somebody want to do some some cutting up of a different kind with yeah. a sword uh bossy Thank you so much for doing the show with us. Thank you, Bossy. We love you. And, um, can, I, can I just say one thing before mm-hmm. before we do all that? Um, I hope the clip of me singing to Jason Derulo doesn't make it on the show. Okay. I hope. Mm. Okay. Trump to Comey. Okay. Okay. All right. I, I see what you're saying. Well, a lot of people. But hope, I love y'all. Thank people hope so for a lot of things. People hope for a lot of things. So <laughs> that is not a direct command. I will, I will call. I will call a, a, a hearing so quick mm. okay i see i'm gonna just write some notes down after uh <laughs> finish talking to bossy real quick <laughs> hope. okay hope I'm writing that down now um uh, make sure y'all check out bossy on twitter bossy world um and she's a great follow she is a great follow if she says she likes something show up tell her why you don't like it uh she don't loves that, that. <laughs> uh ask her ask her what you should eat for lunch uh <laughs> what uh what kind of if you don't have a lot of time but you can pick one movie what movie should i watch what's her favorite netflix series things of that nature uh she really wants to be like a life coach uh type person for you guys okay uh we'll be back um probably next tuesday yeah and baby and uh i think next tuesday it won't even be the feedback show i think um we're gonna have jl covan on because uh, he's gonna be promoting his new album as trump so Woo! yeah he did a whole stand-up album as trump so can't wait for that until next time i love you i love you too Mwah.